This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. And it is Wednesday, June 2nd. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. The remaining capacity limits and social distancing requirements for businesses and events will be lifted in Philadelphia today. The news comes more than a week earlier than originally planned. Two restrictions still remain. Indoor mask wearing, with the exception of eating or drinking, and the 11 p.m. last call for bars and restaurants instead of the pre-pandemic 2 a.m. last call will continue uh, in the city for now. The Phillies and Sixers both released statements celebrating a return to 100% capacity in the midst of the new home series and a historic playoff run. The Wells Fargo Center is expected to be packed when the 76ers take on the Washington Wizards in Game 5 tonight. As far as restaurants go, officials with the Pennsylvania Restaurant and Lodging Association said they are, of course, celebrating, but they want to remind the public that operators may still have their own rules after restrictions are lifted. Gyms can also expand to 100% capacity. City officials said if the trend continues as it has been, uh, there's a chance that masks, along with the 11 p.m. last call, could be gone by June 11th. Kathy, do they possibly see it going the other way where 200% capacity oh, would sorry. be allowed? Yeah. The restaurant of Pennsylvania, uh, I'm sorry, the rest of Pennsylvania lifted most of its COVID-19 restrictions on Monday, but masks are still required indoors for those not vaccinated. Shoppers may want to brace themselves for yet another possible supply crunch, this time with meat. JBS JBS USA, the country's top beef producer and its second largest producer of pork, suffered a cyber attack this weekend, prompting reported shutdowns at company plants in the United States and globally. On Tuesday evening, an official from the United Food and Commercial Workers Union said all uh, U.S. JBS beef plants are shut down. However, the company released a statement Tuesday night indicating most of its food plants will be opened by Wednesday. Given the progress of our IT professionals and the plant teams have made in the past uh, in the last 24 hours, the vast majority of our beef, pork, poultry, and prepared food plants will be operational tomorrow, the CEO said. The company said uh, that they will be able to ship product from nearly all of its facilities to supply customers. If this causes a tighter meat supply and possibly higher prices, depends on how quick the issue is resolved, according to experts. If it takes longer to return to normal, say a couple of weeks, customers might start to feel the impact. There is more road work uh, that's taking place on the Schuylkill Expressway in King of Prussia. Crews set up last night promptly at 9 p.m. and are expected to be out there for the next four months. Sinkhole repairs will take place on what PennDOT officials call a distributor road. It's where drivers exit the Schuylkill Expressway westbound and then choose to take an exit to either 202 or 422 near mile marker 328. (laughs) Yeah, that's a perfect spot. It's, a, uh, it's an interesting little exchange there. <laughs> a, por- well. a portion of one of the busiest highways in the area is now down to just one lane for four months. 18,000 passengers uh, pass through that portion each day. The cause for the newly created bottleneck uh, is the sinkhole that formed this past April. They did a quick fix on the sinkhole two months ago, uh, but this work being done will offer a more permanent solution to the problem. Major geological work has to be done to fix the sinkhole. So they basically got out there, you know, fixed it quickly, reopened it, but this is going to be more permanent. I saw a report on the area and I never realized how susceptible in general the area that we're in is to sinkholes. sinkholes I just thought like Florida, other areas like that were more susceptible. But yeah, there's a lot of sinkhole yeah, remember action what, here. What was that um gym? Was it Lifetime Fitness had that pool and the pool like fell into oh, a sinkhole yeah. like not long after they built it. It was right, brand right. new and then 
Uh, and wait, Chemical Road is still closed. They're saying clo- really? closed until 2022. Oh, uh, yeah, because of of this sinkhole. They did like a bunch of quick fixes on it. I think yeah. there were there were a number of them. Um, and now it's completely shut down. It's really causing a lot of problems through Plymouth Meeting and Conshohocken. And I've never seen one worker out there, so I don't know that. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that they're not. <laughs> That's going to slow down progress. I'm not saying they're not doing work. I'm just saying every time I pass by, they're not doing. Well, it's work. scary, Kathy. Everything is sinking. But I'm like, everyone's kind of like, well, are they? Going gonna fix it or like what's happening here but they say 2022 for that one so for two months the left lane will be closed out in king of russia then the next two months crews will close the right lane for repairs officials said that they're hopeful everything will be completed in october and they're recommending that if you do take this route you have to leave yourself extra time Mm. in sports this morning The Phillies beat up on the Reds last night in Cincinnati, winning 17-3. to Odubel Herrera and Andrew McCutcheon each hit two of the team's seven home runs, and the Phillies ended a three-game losing streak. Matt Joyce finished off the route with a grand slam in the ninth off Reds infielder, infielder Alex Blandino, who was on the mound to help save the bullpen. The series wraps up this afternoon, and Spencer Howard gets the start. First pitch is scheduled for 12.35. The Sixers will look to close out their series against the Washington Wizards in tonight's Game 5. Joel Embiid, who suffered a knee injury in Game 4, is doubtful for the game. The Sixers hold a three games to one series lead. Tip-off tonight is scheduled for 7 o'clock. And there were three other games in the NBA last night. The Nets beat the Boston Celtics in Brooklyn 123 to 109 and won the series in five games in the Western Conference. The Denver Nuggets beat the Portland Trailblazers 147 to 140 in overtime. The Nuggets now lead that series three games to two, and the Phoenix Suns easily beat the LA Lakers 115 to 85. The Suns also are up three games to two, and that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. Good morning and welcome. We are back from an extra long weekend. A lot of people had a long weekend. We took an extra one, and we are back into the groove of things. We have to give away for a word of the week prize, $350 gift card, and that is for Bob Dodge's Red Sparrow Tattoos oh. in Downingtown, our wow. good friend Bob Dodge. So only three letters. It's a short, uh, super-duper short week, so it should be pretty easy for you to win. He actually has two studios, so you can use that gift card at either the Red Sparrow in Downingtown or the Runic Tattoo that he just uh, opened up in Newtown Square. Look at him. Yeah. Excellent. It's nice. a multinational corporation. Yeah. So, well, yeah, okay. We'll uh, we'll give that oh, away yeah, on Friday. Multinational. <laughs> uh, so we'll give that away on Friday. Get yourself set uh, to win that. And we have a couple things going on. We're going live on Fox Good Day because today is indeed a Wednesday. Day. Yeah. Uh, we are also going to talk to, there's the CF Charity Super Car Show event coming up. So we're going to talk to the head honcho, Larry Kaplan. We've had him on before. So if you're into cars, you want the performance stuff, this is it. Exotic supercars, muscle cars, street rods, all that stuff. And we are going to, this should be an interesting little conversation. Uh, of course, we had Chad Smith on last week. Yeah. And Chad was headed to uh, Sea Isle, or no, I'm sorry, he was headed to uh, Stone Harbor. Uh, over the weekend at the shore, and while he was there, he ended up jumping up on stage with the band at the Wind Drift on Saturday night. The band was <laughs> called The Morning After, and we're going to talk to Paige Romano, who is the singer of that band, and see what that whole experience was like. The video was making the rounds. We There was a possibility, because he loves to do that, yeah. and he did it. 
He said, in fact, I yeah. forgot what we were talking about. He's like, oh, dude, I'll get up on stage. And Oh, it was Kathy. You were talking about that place in Montauk. He's like, yeah, I'll get up on stage. Uh, so he's that kind of guy. You ask him to play, he'll get up and do it if That's he's awesome. in the mood. And so he did. Got to play some Led Zeppelin with him. Uh, so we'll talk to Paige and see what that experience is like. I heard she was freaking out that that <laughs> happened. So you got to love that. Uh, so that's happening, and we need to award another cool teacher. We need oh, to do boy. That now. Extra days of uh, voting. Yeah, lots this one. of extra time. So uh, Plymouth White Marsh, PW, was the school that was chosen, and uh, they had all this extra time to vote, and they came through, and they gave us a name. We are congratulating Mr. Tom Rafferty hey! of Plymouth White Marsh High School. And Mr. Rafferty is an English teacher, and Case, he's from Delco. No, oh! Really? Yep. He uh, grew up in Springfield, apparently. Ooh. And he went to St. Joe's Prep and St. Joe's University as well. <laughs> uh, so he is, uh, according to our sources, uh, teaching was not his initial career path. He started in the business world, but he couldn't stand working in a cubicle, went back to school, got his teaching degree, and he's been at Plymouth White Marsh. That's amazing. Expanding young minds. Huh. So if you know Mr. Rafferty, tell him to uh, give us a call a little bit after 7 o'clock. Uh, we'll talk to him and find out what is going on in his world and award him the prizes. Of course, we have the coffee mug, the tickets to the MMRBQ, the coolest teacher shirt sitting in the coolest teacher section, and uh, Acme Market's gift card. The fact that he went back to school, Casey, I wonder if he was on the diving team as well. Mm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. He, just as a special diving. Oh, that's right. Back to school. Yeah. 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 He could have, he oh, could have done amazing. the triple indie for yeah. all we know. All right. We're ready to choose another school. It's me. It's you. It's you. It's it's me. Me. Oh, my God. All right. I got the box right, Hal. The big Chinese takeout food. To the bottom. I'm going to move it around a little bit. And I have a name. Okay. So, Ladies. up next in Coolest Teacher. Wow. We're headed back here again. We're going to... St. Elizabeth High School in Wilmington, Delaware. I've never even heard of that one. No. St. Elizabeth High School. That's the fourth in Wilmington. Wilmington, yeah, we have pulled a lot from the Wilmington area. So we are going to send that out there to you. You just need to vote. It's easy. You text the word teacher to 39333, and we'll send you the voting link. It's that simple. If you go to St. Elizabeth High School or you know someone who does, make sure you let them know, and they can uh, maybe throw some stuff out in the announcements and get the entire student body involved. You have about 24 hours till 6 o'clock tomorrow morning to let us know who you think the coolest teacher of the past year has been, and we have a prize waiting. So St. Elizabeth High School of Wilmington, we put it to you now. All right, let's take a break. Come back in just a moment. Dive into all that this Wednesday has before us, and we'll get to the... Stupid question and entertainment report first. Stay put. We'll be right back. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Summer's here and your local Acme is stocked and ready with the freshest meats and produce. It's the perfect time to fire up the grill, take in a game, and discover why summer is better with Acme. Skip the line and shop online at acmemarkets.com. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your order and bring the groceries right to your car. Place your first online order and get $30 off when you spend $75 or more. Limitations and restrictions apply. Visit acmemarkets.com for details. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so stupid question this morning. The prize is an overnight stay at... 
Hard Rock Hotel in Atlantic City. Hey. Amazing. How about that? So the question that we'll have, very interesting here. What is voluntary piloerection? Mm-hmm. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. I believe I used to have this ability. What is voluntary piloerection? Let's see if you know. 215-263-WMMR. And we'll go through some birthdays while we're waiting for your answer. We're going to start with one, a big one in the world of rock and roll and drumming in particular. It is the 80th birthday today of Mr. Charlie Watts. Holy hell. Yeah. Uh, Rolling Stones drummer, obviously, and uh, definitely one of the greats. He's got his own simple style, plays exactly what that band needed, and you cannot deny. Sorry, he was was a, a, a... Big piece of that uh, equation. Seeing a lot of stuff about the Stones over the weekend because I was watching the show 1971 on Apple Plus. Oh, you yeah. guys made with this documentary? No, is it any good? It's excellent. Excellent. And so they do a lot when the Stones were recording, I think it was Exile on Main Street in France. I think that was the album they were working on. Turns out they did a lot of drugs. Mm-hmm. And so you see a lot of shots of the band. Sleeping a lot. Oh, really? They weren't getting a lot done, but amazing. Like they were kind of at the height. But he, he always kind of seemed in every shot. He seems like, who's dad? Who's the yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> he seemed. I don't. I don't think he's the oldest in yeah, the band. But he I just may be looks wrong. But he looks paternal. Yeah. He looks much older than everybody else. And every drummer who has watched Charlie Watts over the years knows. Charlie has this goofy little thing that he does with his right hand on the hi hat yeah. that is all exclusively his. And it's just his style. So Charlie Watts, uh, the great, is 80 years old He's today. He's been married to the same woman since 1964. Wow. Yeah, and he met her before he was famous, you know? That's so, pretty amazing. Yeah, to that, go th- to being a Rolling Stone and yeah. being married that long, yeah. that's miraculous. In fact, actually. the Stones is less of an achievement yeah. than, uh, than that marriage. Wow, so happy birthday. We also have uh, Zachary Quinto. He's great. Actor. Yep. Played uh, Spock in the Star Trek movies, the latter Star Trek movies, the J.J. Abrams. Not only did he do that, but then he took over the uh, the this, the version of that series that Leonard Nimoy did in search, on, of? In search of. Yeah, he hosts the reboot. Yeah, and uh, and he and, uh, and Leonard became friends. Very and they good were, friends. They were really yeah. tight. So uh, Zachary turns forty four today. Uh, it's also Wayne Brady's birthday today. <laughs> Wayne so Brady. much enthusiasm. No, he's just such a jerk, man. He was a jerk. Yeah. And you, you were, most of all, were really excited to get him on the show. You were Absolutely. very much into whose line is it anyway at that time. And he came on, and he was just a dick. Don't like him anymore. He's yeah. 49 today. Uh, Dana Carvey, the yes. great Dana yes. Carvey, is uh, turning 66 years old today. One of the pantheon of most talented performers ever on SNL. Yeah, I that, agree. That good. Just, just. Was a Swiss Army knife of yeah. of, uh, of comedy. I've recommended it before, Steve. I know you saw it too, but too funny to fail. I think it's on Hulu. It's about the Dana Carvey show that uh, failed in the mid '90s, and it is unbelievably funny. It's a look back on some of the most talented people. Colbert was on it. Steve Carell, Robert Smigel, and uh, Dana Carvey. It was Dana Carvey's show, and there are just laugh out loud funny moments in the documentary. Preston, there are moments of that are just of the show itself that was very funny, but also in the way the network had no idea how to promote this show. Oh, really? And how they're replacing ads for it. It's so good. And it's just, it's a mishap from beginning to end. Well, Dana is 66 today. Uh, Dennis Haysbert. Yes. uh, You remember from 24, obviously. Great. uh, He was in Major League as well. What was it? Serrano? Look, I go to you. Serrano. Stick up for you. You know, help me now. 
Thank you, Joe Boo. I do it myself. Your butt, Joe Boo. That's for butts. Uh, so he is 67 today. Uh, somebody we had on earlier this year, Stacy Keach. He also, like Charlie Watts, turns 80 years old today. Uh, nice man. He's we great. spoke to him from Spain, or where, where was he? Uh, Poland. Uh, Poland. Yes. Yeah. Was that Poland? Poland. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, we we can't help it when we get him on. We have to go off about the uh, uh, and Chong. Yep. How he ended up in that uh, yes. and Chong's movie, I have no idea. But uh, he was great in it. Uh, Sergeant Stadenko. Stadenko was the character with his with his drug sniffing dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sally Kellerman. Oh, oh, the great Sally Keller. Steve, you just mentioned offhandedly back to school yes. earlier yeah. this morning. And sure enough, she was the female lead in that movie. The love interest for uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, and she was the original Hot Lips Houlihan in the movie, Man, She's great. She has yeah. one of the best lines in the movie. They, they shoot off a gun to start the football game. Uh, at the uh, or maybe for the halftime, they play a football game in the movie, yeah. and she thinks someone's been shot. There's right. a movie from the '80s that I, I, you know what, I haven't seen it probably since the '80s, but I loved it then. Moving Violations. Uh, oh my god! Uh, yeah, remember that well, was with she... Bill Murray's um, brother. Yeah, yeah. Uh, god, what was his? Wasn't name? Brian Doyle Murray? No. It was the other Murray it was like brother. Dana Murray, but yeah. And Meg Tilly yep. was the yep. female lead in that. She was in it. The uh, uh, the she's dead now. The one chick was. In it, uh, she had thought she was going to a doctor for a checkup, and it turned out he was he was a car doctor, and so uh, hilarity ensues. But <laughs> Joel Murray, she's Joel dead now. Murray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Wait, man. I want to know who the chick is dead now. Oh yeah. my god! Oh, come on, man. What else was she in? Dig deep. Okay, e- empty the tank. She. Oh no, she. You I was got this, say, bro. I know. Right, well, no, you're no, going no, off. No. Think about that. She's also great in a movie that we love, Preston Foxes. Oh my God! She's the mother to Jodie Foster. Forgot about oh, that. Oh, okay. She this was... is uh, Sally Kellerman. We're speaking and, uh, about the our two of our Sally Kellerman retrospect. Oh. I'm sorry, Marty McFly's sister. Oh, there you go. She's dead. Oh, Wendy oh, oh, oh. something. The actress. Wendy Sperber. Yeah. Uh, Wendy Sperber. Yep. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, anyhow, now I have to remember what else she was in because she was in a <laughs> uh, she was in a, another high profile movie. Anyway, we're moving on. All right. <laughs> uh, it's Sally Kellerman's 84th birthday today. Uh, then you have Jerry Mathers, the Beaver. The Beaver. Uh, Jerry turns seventy three. Nice Beaver. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that was uh, the old joke. Ward, Ward, weren't you a little hard on the Beaver last night? Yep. <laughs> uh, then you have. Do you remember the actress Nikki Cox? I absolutely nice remember Nikki Cox. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was was with a Bobcat Goldthwait for a while, and then Jay Moore. Yeah, she came on the scene at like sixteen. She was very buxom, redhead, and. Uh, was kind of on like uh, when oh, when, yeah. when Fox had kind of crappy TV shows, right? Right. She so on one of those. Preston from the same people who did Married with Children, yeah. the show that she was on made Married with Children look like West Wing, right? Yeah, so, it was a ripoff of Married yeah, with Children, yeah, 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 yeah. And Bobcat played that pup talking bunny, yeah, yeah. She was in Las Vegas, wasn't she? Yes, yes she was. Yeah. She was. Yeah. And did then, you watch that? Yeah. And then I think she got we like were fans. Too oh, much yeah, work done on her face, and but anyway, uh, she's back 40, to Sally Kellerman, forty three years old today, Nikki mm-hmm. Cox. Uh, then you have uh, Justin Long, uh, uh, who's been in a ton of things, uh, but he got really broke out as the Mac guy in the TV commercial. Yes, and Dodgeball. Uh, yep, and... Um, what was the show about the guy who won the uh, bowling alley? Was that Ed? Ed, yeah. yeah and Galaxy Quest, he was in that too, Galaxy right? Quest, yep. he's great, yeah. Uh, he is 43 today, so those are the pretty much the birthdays that I have for it this morning. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. What is voluntary piloerection? 
215-263-WMMR. And I will go to Nancy and see if we can get an answer from her. Hey, Nancy, good morning. Good morning, it. Uh, good morning, it. Okay, so Nancy, uh, what is voluntary poloerection? It's when you control your own goosebumps. Yeah, you wow. can give yourself goosebumps. Yeah, I had a whole other idea. Hang on a second, Nancy. We are going to give you an overnight stay at Hard Rock Hotel in Casino Atlantic City, plus $50 dining credit to use during your stay. You can book your Hard Rock Atlantic City Escape starting at just $89 at hardrockhotelatlanticcity.com. So you possess I, this miraculous I, ability? Yeah, I, and I tried to do it just a moment ago. I'd forgotten that I could do that when I was younger, that I could... Uh, I could will myself to get goosebumps. Yeah. And I think if I really work at it, I could do it. I can't do it right now. I tried to do it while I was while we were doing the stupid question, but I think I can do that. I'll I'll work on that for you. I think sometimes if if my teeth click together, I can give myself You can make goosebumps. it happen. Yeah, yeah. Like just going Yeah, like, uh, like that. Uh, a creature from Hellraiser. Yeah. Does that hurt when I do that? It, yeah, it drives me crazy. That noise? It, I almost gave me goosebumps. The, the worst is when you have like a popsicle and you're oh. you're and you're you go extend past the stick and your teeth click together. Yeah, mm. you just want to die. Not for nothing, but I hate the term goose pimples. It's not goose pimples. Okay, goosebumps. Yeah, thank you. Uh, by the way, Sally go, Kellerman came up. Doubling with back, Sally <laughs> Kellerman, the woman that Casey was referring to in right. moving violations, is Wendy Joe Sperber. What I would forgotten that she was in, and a big one was she was on the TV show Bosom Buddies. Yeah, she was. Oh, Remember Tom it. Hanks? Yes. And, and uh, yes, yeah, so she was a big star. She was a go to at that time. Of that, exactly. Yeah. So she had passed away. She's also yeah. in Bachelor Young. Party. Yeah, I think. Uh, she died in 2005 at 47. So yeah. that's it, too bad. Check. Yeah, she was. She was one of the wives yes. in, Bos- in, uh, in Bachelor Party. Yeah, You're yeah. right about that. All right, let's uh, get into the entertainment report. Man, we're going to start with some more. Heavy allegations on Marilyn Manson. Here's it just a, won't stop. Yeah, here's another one. An ex-girlfriend is suing him, claimed that he raped her and subjected her to degrading acts of sexual exploitation, manipulation, and psychological abuse, according to TMZ. The woman identified just now as Jane Doe uh, filed documents on Friday in Los Angeles with Superior Court of California. In the doc, she claimed that she met Manson at a Grammy party in 2011. Uh, they began a consensual relationship shortly after Manson asked her to move in with him after two weeks of dating. Doe says that uh, Manson was gentle and romantic at first, but then things changed. She claimed that Manson uh, demanded extremely frequent sex and said that she couldn't sleep through the night because he would wake her approximately every two hours. Oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> uh, she also claimed... <laughs> it's great. That's too much. That he would force her to do it oh. and that she'd pray for Warner to pass out during intercourse so she could slip away and get some sleep. Dear, that's no way to live. She also claimed that Manson became violent during sex, including one time she claimed that he bit her neck exceedingly hard and how she worried that her aunt would see the bruises and other marks on her body from his physical abuse. She claims that she was uh, also sexually assaulted when she went to return the key to Manson's apartment. Uh, She claims when she was about to leave, he took advantage of her and uh, Doe says that after the assault, Manson threatened to kill her and bragged that he would get away with it if he did take her life. Uh, Doe also claimed that Manson had discussed his relationship with ex-fiancee Ra- Evan Rachel Wood and how he wanted to kill her. He also revealed that he said that he uh, allegedly tied Wood to a chair and aimed a gun at her. Wood publicly named Manson as her abuser back in uh, February. I don't know the early story of Manson, so I... I, I... I always assume that at some point he created his character. I mean, but was he always this kind of 
No, you know, so dark sort of goth kind of guy or whatever you describe him as. I remember as. seeing footage of him. He was actually at a like a recording of it. Might have been like TRL or something along those lines. Was he working the the, the Manson vibe at that Dude, time? It was it was weird because it was before he was ever any, right. anything famous, and he was uh, so he had this weird persona. What I remember about it is he had a lunchbox with him, like yeah. like, a, like a kid would bring to school. A-team lunchbox? Uh, yeah, yeah, and it was kind of like that. And and it, and for some reason, when he was being interviewed, it made its way into the interview, like, I carry my lunchbox. And he was like... A little weird, nerdy? Little nerdy, but oh. like weird. Like, not, not necessarily nerdy, but he was Marilyn Manson in, in, in the making. Okay, all right. Uh, she, by the way, is demanding a trial by jury and is seeking compensatory damages, punitive damages, attorney fees, and more. Uh, a, a member of Manson's team is strongly denying the allegations in the lawsuit, so we'll see where that one goes as well. Uh, in an interview with the York Times, Kate Winslet discussed just how far she went to play Mayor Sheehan in Mayor of Easttown. Did you hear about the whole debacle with this thing on Sunday night, by the way, Preston? Okay. I haven't watched any of it. Okay. So, so I don't know. Well, uh, the se- a debacle. Yeah. Well, the series finale was happening on Sunday night at mm-hmm. 10 o'clock. And it's Sunday night at 10 o'clock. HBO Max went down. And uh, people couldn't watch it anywhere. Like, okay. it, it was it's so... You had waited for this season series finale, and so you didn't hear about this either. I, I was watching it on regular HBO. You were watching it on regular yeah. HBO, so I was streaming it. I was uh, down the shore, and at first I thought it was like my internet connection. So you know, I rebooted everything, and then I went to Twitter. I'm like, oh no, no, this is this is something nationwide. HBO huh. Max had gone down nationwide. Uh, eventually, about an hour later, we were, we were really able to get in and okay. watch it, but. Uh, the 45-year-old ass director, Craig Zobel, to leave her body unedited in a sex scene with Guy Pierce. Uh, when Zobel assured her that he would cut, quote, a bulgy bit of belly from the scene, uh, Winslet uh, told him, don't you dare. Uh, she also rejected retouchings to her poster. She said they were like, Kate, really, you can't. And I'm like, guys, I know how many lines I have by the side of my eye. Please put them all back in. I love that whole. uh, Listen, she looks real. There was no there was no. And that's why there's there's a couple of times during the series. You guys will confirm this where she's going out on a date and she gets done up a little bit. And it it, it makes it sort of precious. This this woman is going through all of this. Is is trying to you know to to counter all the stress and the crow's feet, and she's carrying the weight of all this stuff. She should have wrinkles because her story's pretty traumatic. Uh-huh. Uh, the Oscar winner also admitted that she couldn't take on these roles without the support of her at-home husband, Edward Abel Smith. Winslet dubbed him the super hot, superhuman stay-at-home dad. Uh, they married in 2012. They share Bear Blaze, their child who's seven years old. Uh, she said, he looks after us, especially me. I said to him earlier, like, Nettie, could you do something for me? And he just went, anything. Oh, wow. She said, he is an absolute extraordinary life partner. Anything, my love. Yes. What can I do for you? She can I t- want to just do your belly fat. <laughs> I love you so much. Every gross foot. Just jiggle feet. it. However you refer to your facial wrinkles. No, she's great in this series. Do Wait. you plan on watching it? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I didn't watch Real the quick. Le- If you have one crow's feet, is it a crow's foot? I don't know. If it gets only on one side? <laughs> right. Well, it could, could be, be a crow's foot, right? Wouldn't yeah, it? I, think, well, I don't know. I think that's an important distinction. Yeah, forget Sally Kellerman. We need to get to the bottom. <laughs> I don't know, because usually it's more than one line. Yes, usually. Is yeah, it? That but would be one foot. A, a crow would have a crow's several feet, toes. Right? right. But you're saying one, one, one eye? And or? one eye would be a one crow's eye. foot. Yeah, you yeah. got a crow's foot What's there. What's a murder of eyes? Right? <laughs> 
Um, I didn't watch the last episode, but I was watching the second to last episode last night, and she had an Ocean City uh, sweatshirt on. Dude, um, listen, they all, like, it, so there they are in trashy East Town. You know, Nick, how trashy East yes. Town is. Uh, and these trashy people, they wore two sweatshirts. One was Ocean City. The other one was Sea Isle. So did you see the Sea Isle sweatshirt? I did. Who had the Sea Isle one? Uh, some, one of the other characters. Uh, no, I just saw her uh, her Ocean City one. Uh, she said, I'm so, so lucky for a man who is severely dyslexic as he is. He's great at testing me on lines. It's so hard for him to read out loud, but he still does it. So. I was surprised that when it wrapped up, we found out uh, Sally Kellerman that did it. The whole time. Yeah, the, she did it. <laughs> All right, uh, this was a bummer to hear over the weekend. It was a few days ago, but we're just back for the first day. And Gavin McLeod passed away. Sitcom veteran played uh, Seaman Happy Haynes on McHale's Navy, Murray on the Mary Tyler Moore Show, and, of course, Captain Steubing on the Love Boat. He was 90 years old. I watch it every freaking Sunday. Mm. We have a conference call at 6 o'clock. You guys can always hear it playing in the background. Mm. He was... Uh, one of the big stars of the Mary Tyler Moore Show appeared yeah. in every single one of the classic comedies, 168 episodes during its 1970-77 to 77 run on CBS. He was the one who would always dig uh, into Ted Knight. Uh, Murray was uh, married to Marie, played by Joyce uh, Bullifant, uh, but was in love with Moore's Mary Richards. Uh, his desk was right next to Mary's in the WGN showroom. So McLeod was frequently in the shot during the sitcom, and Murray, like all the other characters, was richly developed, a hallmark of the MTM shows. Uh, he originally tried out for the part of Lou Grant, which went to Ed Asner, but claimed to be happy uh, that he ended up playing Murray. He also auditioned for the role of Archie Bunker on All in the Family, uh, but of reading the script for the first time, he wrote in his memoir, immediately I thought, this is not the script for me. Uh, the character is too much of a bigot. I can't say these things. When Norman Lear called the actor to say that uh, Carol O'Connor had gotten the part, McLeod was relieved about that. Uh, but Ed Asner, one of the two surviving members of the cast, said Saturday that his heart was broken. He said, Gavin was my brother, my partner in crime and food, and my comic conspirator. I will see you in a bit, Gavin. Tell the gang I will see them in a bit. And then he wrote, Betty, it's just you and me. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Wow, man. And then uh, Betty showed up at his house with a gun and said, no, it's not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I he, want it all to myself. Uh, McLeod had the great fortune to roll right from one hit show to another 1977 when more ended and ABC's The Love Boat began. Uh, the hour-long romantic comedy set on a cruise ship ran for 10 years. I love that. That show is wonderfully, gloriously horrible. It is. That's that's what's <laughs> yeah. great about it it's now. Just, it's just... But, in, but at it, the time, it, it was... It ruled! Romantic. It was I'm, exotic. I, it was... I'm going away on a vacation every Saturday night. Because the idea yeah. of going on a cruise at the time was an insane luxury. I mean, like, right. you know, and... Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. And Preston, if you, it was back-to-back with Fantasy Island. Oh, my God. It just yes. took you away. Dude, and then the crossover when the love boat ended up at Fantasy oh, Island. Oh, my God. God. Ridiculous. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he was Captain Steubing. Actually, you remember, Steve, they had a different guy that was a captain to start with. And he was like, a, he was a smooth, happy kind of, you don't remember this? I do not remember that. And, and, and McLeod came in, from what I from what I recall, it might have been after one or two episodes, and he was a completely different, you know, at first, huh. at first Captain Steubing was a hard ass. Like, they had a hard really? time. They weren't going to enjoy Do you remember who the actor was? Or the, the, no. Who, who I'd, have, I'd have to look it up on IMDb. 
But I remember him be- them going, oh, my God, this guy's a hard ass. But he had a soft side to him. And, <laughs> well, uh, I, 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 my, my, my love boatology is pretty up to snuff. And the things that I love, President, benchmark moments, uh, they used to try to film it on an actual cruise ship. Right. And you would see them out there. <laughs> and their hair would be, anybody who wore a toupee couldn't oh, be out. And, and, and so eventually they shot everything on um, on, a, on a set with a green screen and all that stuff. All right. So, Steve, you, you know more than I do when it comes to this type of thing. But there, there's a love boat that came out in 1976 prior to the series that had Tom Bosley, Florence Henderson, Don Adams. Gabe Kaplan was on it. Those probably would have been the guest stars. Right. No, these are the stars. Uh, no, it always says... Oh, here, Isaac was played by Teddy Wilson. Yeah, this is prior to the series. Was it the pilot? I, I have Maybe no idea. Maybe it was a pilot. Uh, Robert De Niro was, played Gopher. I guess it was a TV movie that came out in 76, before, and the series came out in 77. Because the the series is based on a book that an actual... That basically the, really? the Julie McCoy... Of the mm. love boat wrote about the sexual exploits, and as you remember, it really was what would happen in the beginning of each episode is the the crew that we knew and love would stand there mm-hmm. in sort of a receiving line, and they'd pick out the people they were going to molest during the cruise uh-huh. as they all came through, and the people that they paired Gavin McLeod with Preston, like super hot actresses of the time with him. And, and if you wanted to look like people at that time, like Don Amici, who was in his 70s, would be with Heather Locklear. Right. It's like, come on! Yep. Uh, by the way, uh, later on in his career, he made, in 2007, uh, he was on Oz huh. on HBO. He played uh, the Roman Catholic Cardinal Francis uh, Abgett. They should have made him a real rough prisoner. With uh, Rita Moreno's nun sister, Pete, uh, as they discussed leaving the order in the, 2000, in the 2000s. McLeod also guested on the series, uh, in other series, including The King of Queens, huh. Jag, Touched by an Angel, and that 70s show as well. But he was 90 years old. I was bummed out to that. See is that is a good run, though. Yeah, absolutely. And a, and, a, and a career full of successes. All right, listen to this. Uh, Steven Seagal, who is also a Russian citizen, <laughs> cannot run for Russian political office since he retains his U.S. citizenship, according to a pro-Kremlin party that announced that Segal had officially joined them on Saturday. As Segal, who is the Russian Foreign Ministry's special representative in charge of Russian and American humanitarian ties, was granted membership to the A. Just Russia Patriots for Truth Party, where he made a speech Saturday discussing penalties he is proposing for harming the environment. I am waiting on either the comprehensive documentary or biopic of Steven Seagal. Because if you want to talk about a life that is just dotted with mysteries... Yes, a bizarre... A bizarre collection of things. At one point, he was a bodyguard. He is a legitimate Aikido master. He is basically Putin's martial arts trainer. Yeah. Uh, runs, runs like a weirdo. He runs. He runs. He runs like a Barry from the Goldbergs. <laughs> uh, Segal said during his speech, without being without being able to arrest yeah. people, uh, he just whispers. Uh, he said, "When we just find them, they are probably making more money of the production of the things that are defiling the environment." Uh, the party had previously said that Segal could not run for the lower house of Russia's parliament, the State Duma. Uh, due to his U.S. citizenship. 
Uh, Skrull has been a Russian citizen since 2016 and is an avid supporter of Vladimir Putin. I wonder if he will, will he, if he would uh, ever consider renouncing his U.S. citizenship. Uh, yeah, I mean he's he's over there. A good they question. love him. Yeah, and they're they're going to create a wonderful life for him there he's as the, well. What so. Dennis Rodman is to North Korea, he right. is to Russia. Yep. Uh, Jojo Siwa says that she's not about a kissing scene in her upcoming movie, and she wants it removed. I want a kissing scene in my upcoming movie. Uh, the 18-year-old YouTube sensation is set to star in Bounce, an adaptation of the Megan Schull book about a girl who wants to swap families. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said, I'm madly in love, and I do not want to kiss another human, especially because it's a man, she told Entertainment Weekly in its digital Pride cover story published Tuesday. Uh, she said, I'm not about it. I'm trying to get it pulled so bad. Uh, it'll happen. It'll get pulled. She made her relationship with girlfriend uh, Kylie Prue on Instagram or, uh, official in February. Uh, Siwa also speaks about the love she got for coming out. She said, the night that I came out, Iggy Azalea actually texted me. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> Read this. She was like, oh, my God, I'm so happy for you. This I- is amazing. Iggy. Uh, recalled Siwa, who is dating her best friend turned girlfriend. She said, uh, it oh, was- it's Iggy Pop. She said it was like uh, 3 a. No, not it was Iggy Azalea. Oh, it was. Sorry. It was like 3 a.m. at this point. This was before Kylie and I were on FaceTime every single night sleeping. <laughs> we talked for a while, and I got to tell her everything. It was really sweet. She is there as a friend. Do you know she who won't do uh, um, sex scenes or anything, making out scenes in movies? Jim Caviezel. Uh, Jim Caviezel. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He won't. He won't. Um, like he doesn't do that out of deference. I guess he's going like like yeah. QAnon deep right now. Is he's, he? Yes. I was oh. reading that about him uh, over the weekend. Okay. Like he's is he, has he formally announced uh, that he is QAnon? I or? was reading about it over the weekend that uh, that he's supporting that to some some bizarre that's theories a, out of that world. So, yeah. Ah. Uh, other celebrities that showed their support include uh, Kim Kardashian, Paris Hilton. Lil Uzi Vert. Lil Uzi Vert. And Lil Nas X. Is Lil Uzi Vert from Philadelphia? Or I don't know. I'm okay. still working on Sally Kellerman. Right. Because uh, so my nephew uh, was at the prep and he was coming out of uh, class one day and Lil Uzi Vert yeah, was getting out of a house. And he's from he was, North Philly case. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He was getting into a, like a Lamborghini or something like huh. that. Okay. Lil Uzi Vert. Lil Uzi Vert. I didn't know that. Jim, Jim Caviezel have a car service? I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Steve, you'll need to help me with this name. Romy Wathal, a star known for her roles in films like Face Off and Camp Nowhere, okay. died at age 57. I, uh-huh. I I don't know if she did much more than those things. but It um, sounds familiar. I saw a picture of her. It's been a long, long time since I've seen Face Off, Is so I don't the... remember. But she's beautiful. She's a beautiful woman. Was so she, Was she Nicolas, Nicolas Cage's wife? No, uh, I... John Travolta's John wife? John Travolta's wife. Right. I, I, I forgot they who was... their faces, Preston. I forgot who was yeah. good and who was bad. So John Travolta was movie. bad, Nicolas Cage was good, and then they switched faces. Right. Ain't that, it cool? Yeah. That movie's fairly terrible, right? Like, um, <laughs> Yes, okay. but but the the overacting uh, is uh, of Nicolas Cage is awesome. And the fact that they're both doing actually really good impressions of True. each other, yeah. and Travolta doing Nicolas Cage... Uh, is is really good. It so, is. It, it's also directed by John Woo. Yeah. So that has it going for it. There are a what I would consider a few liberties, like full facial transplants right. in about thirty minutes. Yeah, that part of it that is are with fully articulated faces. Less believable, but you're right, Steve. The Travolta overacting as Nicolas Cage overacting yeah. <laughs> is pretty impressive. Like he yeah. has to overact in a different way 
of overacting. Right. Steve, looking at her IMDb, she was in Love Boat the next way. <laughs> there way. you go. Yeah. Okay, that's um, sad. So what'd she die of? Um, you know what? It didn't say. Oh, she had sudden cardiac arrest. Oh, my God. Aww. Yeah, so that's sad news. 57 years old. She was old. very good. Yeah. Uh, another death, and this was really sad to see, but he had announced uh, that he was ill. B.J. Thomas, Aww. yeah, uh, the Grammy-winning singer who enjoyed success on uh, the pop, country, and gospel charts with such hits hits as I Just Can't Help Believing, Crazy. Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head, and Hooked on a Feeling, uh, has died. He was 78 years old. We knew he was... You know, in a bad way, hoping for the best, obviously. But yeah, in March he, he had been diagnosed with uh, lung cancer, uh, died from complications of the disease at his home in Arlington, Texas. Uh, he was a Hugo, Oklahoma native who grew up in Houston. Uh, Billy Joe Thomas broke through in 1966 with a gospel-style cover of Hank Williams' "I'm So Lonesome I Could Cry." And went on to sell millions of records and have dozens of hits across genres. He reached number one with pop adult contemporary and country listeners in 76 with, Hey, won't you play another, another somebody done somebody wrong song? <laughs> uh, the same year, uh, his Home Where I Belong came, became one of the first gospel albums to be certified platinum for selling more than a million copies. What is this? A hooked on a film. version of it. Yeah, yeah a different version, yeah. but. Uh, Dionne Warwick, who duetted with Thomas, sent out a tweet Saturday with her condolences, saying, My sincere condolences to the family. One of my favorite duet partners, BJ Thomas. I will miss him, as I know so many others as well will. Uh, she, Thomas's signature recording was Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head. It's great. Number one pop hit and an Oscar winner for best original song as part of the soundtrack for one of the biggest movies in 1969, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance And Kid. it's used in a great montage sequence uh, with Paul Newman and uh, they're, they're uh, riding a, a bicycle with Catherine Ross. And it's just not the kind of thing you would see in a Western. It was yeah. sort of the um, anti-Western Western, mm-hmm. but it was uh, it was a great sequence. Uh, my mom loved B.J. Oh, yeah. Thomas big time, yeah. So sad news there. All right, and then one last thing. Seth Rogen's highly anticipated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film has a premiere date. Uh, Rogen is producing the new CG film with his production company, Point Grey Pictures. And Nickelodeon Animation Studios announced on Twitter Tuesday that the reboot will hit theaters August 11th. 2023. Oh, what? Yeah, it's a ways off. Uh, the film will follow Leonardo, Donatello, Raphael, Michelangelo. Uh, along with the release date of the new film, Rogan shared an image that appeared to be taken from Leonardo's notebook featuring all sorts of Easter eggs about the characters. Oh, okay. Uh, the sketch included uh, jokes about Leonardo's brothers and teammates. There's also a drawing of Leonardo's iconic sword, the chemical recipe of the genetic mutations that created the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and a nod to April O'Neil, the journalist who often helps the heroes in Half Shell during their time of need. You know, it was pretty good, that last yeah. um, Ninja Turtles movie that, was it Michael Bay produced? It might have been. I, I think, think so. it was. Preston, had, there were actually really good action sequences in it. Yeah, there's just one uh, sequence in, in, that always sticks out in my mind that is really, really cool. There, I don't know. the which, Down, the, down, the, the, down the down the slope. It's amazing. And he's about to <laughs> crash into this car. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm going in the shell. And he... <laughs> Tucks into the shell and just busts through this car. I was like, okay. It was boss. It was totally boss. Uh, totally it boss. was wicked, man. It was wicked, wicked. man. What's happening? Um, <laughs> no, it's really, and it was in 3D, Kathy. You got to come over. You we'll It was watch totally it. boss. Yeah. It was boss. Uh, but I did see on Instagram yesterday uh, on a different note that I'm more excited about is that Love and Kellerman. No. Yeah. 
I am not on the Sally Kellerman train, but okay. no, Thor: Love and Thunder yeah. wrapped officially. It did. Yeah. Oh, and, really? uh, Chris yeah. Hemsworth posted a picture. He is. He looks totally boss. No, yeah. he looks really ripped. I mean, he's always been really big, but like he, he looks extra big. He looks wicked. Totally right. wicked. Cool. All right, way more bigger. Way more bigger. Okay. Look at this picture of him, Preston. Yeah, on, he looks. On... Yep, he looks gigantic. The dude is stacked beyond belief. Well, and so he should be. He's yes. Thor, God of I Thunder. I mean, you don't want him like a you know. Mm-hmm. Wallace Shawn. <laughs> He's the Lord of Thunder. All right, we're ready for <laughs> clips. Yes. Let's do this. Vanderpump Dogs. Yeah! Oh, I've been waiting. <laughs> Explores the task of running a rescue dog center in Los Angeles. In this clip, John Sessa, who is the executive director for the Vanderpump Dogs Foundation, talks about the comfort Lisa Vanderpump gave him during times when the media would bash on him. She's been like family to me, so she just kind of you know, help me through it as far as this, as good as things get, you have to get these other things, you know? And so if we're saving lives and, and we're drawing attention and we're drawing awareness and we're re-imaging the shelter and we're passing laws, you're going to get a few people that are not going to be on your side. Shut the f*** up, huh? Uh, Vanderpump Dogs will stream on Peacock beginning next Wednesday. Here's our next clip. She was a judge on that Pooch Perfect show. Oh. Yeah. All right, uh, the series Blind Spotting follows Miles, who's incarcerated, and his wife, Ashley, who moves in with his mother and half-sister as she makes some difficult decisions in the aftermath. In this clip, star uh, Raphael Cazal, uh, who also wrote and produced the series, feels that despite his large part, he still feels the comedy drama was a collaborative effort by this cast. Here we go. It was a bigger responsibility for all of us, right? Like, I think all the actors are under a different criteria because it's going to go to so many more people and the budget is different. And luckily, the, the core sort of team, me, David, Jess, and Keith, who've been working on the movie for years, we all are doing the show together. And so it's made. It's made it a fun project amidst sort of the challenge of what television is. Shut the f*** up! Blind Spotting will be available on Stars June 13th. Mm. And that's it. That's the last bit I have for you in the entertainment you, report. You, you know, I did yesterday, Preston. Mm. I actually hopped on uh, on uh, Apple TV. They have a, 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 a an app that is all the trailers that are coming out in the next couple months. Ooh. And it was desolate for the longest time. Yeah. It has been replenished. Excellent. And there's a whole bunch of cool stuff coming out, and yes. it looks cool. Beautiful. Good sign. Yes. All right, and that's it for the report. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. Secret text word. Chance for you to win an overnight stay. Hard Rock Hotel and Casino Atlantic City plus $50 dining credit to use during your stay. Text the word secret to 39333. We'll see if you win. And don't forget, St. Elizabeth High School, Wilmington, Delaware. You get to vote for the next coolest teacher. We had our winner this morning, Tom Rafferty. Uh, that we reveal from Plymouth White Marsh, and hopefully we'll get a chance to talk to him at some point this morning. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Podcasts? Oh, yeah. MMR's got them. There's the Fun Size and Bizarre File editions, along with Preston and Steve Full Show Podcasts, plus the MM Archives Podcast and more. Click podcasts on WMMR.com. Uh, oh, you know what? Before we dive into anything we're going to talk about, I just saw this uh, call is up on the line, so we definitely need to do that. Uh, the coolest teacher of the year, something that we've been doing over the past uh, couple of weeks and continue uh, until uh, all the kids graduated. Until hell on. freezes over. Yep. And so the school that was chosen that people voted for over the weekend was Plymouth White Marsh, and we announced our winner earlier this morning, and we are happy to welcome him to the show. Please give some love. Coolest teacher at the Plymouth White Marsh High School, Mr. Tom Rafferty. Hey! Is joining-
joining us. Tom, good morning. Hey, good morning, everybody. How's everyone doing? We're doing great. How about yourself? Oh my gosh, I'm I'm ecstatic. This is a no no coffee morning for me. I'm I'm jumping around. <laughs> Let me ask you a quick question because I heard Raff, you're not in any way associated with the Rafferty family of Rafferty Subaru, are you? Uh, I get that question almost daily. The, the dealership is right near my parents' house, so they must get it twice a day. Okay, all right. So that would be no. That's a, no, no, yeah, no. All right, no but he lives in proximity. That's good enough. Hey, so I I gone a little bit through uh, what we knew about you earlier this morning. You're you're a uh, Delco guy. Uh, drew, grew up in Springfield, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Springfield for uh, for most of my life, then to, to Newtown Square. Yep, Delco uh, all the way. And you went to St. Joe's Prep. You went to uh, St. Joe's University, and but did not start with uh, teaching right away. Correct. Yeah, that's it. Oh my gosh, you, you can imagine how surprised I was that you guys knew knew that such detail about my life at that at that moment. That was a very specific uh, piece of information. But yes, I uh, I started out as a business major, and it, it's actually kind of funny because um, I was a sales intern at WMMR once upon a time. Oh, oh my god, really? Are you serious? When was this? I, wo- I was. So it was. Uh, it would have been the fall of two thousand five. Um, I was. Uh, yeah, I was an intern. Uh, walking walking around the uh, the office, and and I definitely wanted to give a shout out to, to you guys and to everybody there. Um, it is it is as much fun there as uh, it sounds on the radio. Wait. You guys are incredibly nice. It was incredibly fun uh, hearing you guys talk about the people like Bill Weston walking around. I'm like I know him. I know him. So, so Matt Calper had just been born at that time. Uh, no, so you you probably were intending for like Paul Blake and Jim Antez and and uh, those types. Yes, that's yes, absolutely. Yeah, Mario guys in charge yep yep yeah they were uh and uh yeah they were these are the, the day-to-day the people so I saw, you they... decided that life wasn't for you yeah, he came here <laughs> so, decided to be a teacher <laughs> so, so impressed was i that i went right back to school well, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's tough it's a tough wow. life wow yeah but it was you know what and the, the kind of the cool thing was i got to see like all the different aspects of uh of the production so i actually got to like sit in with meetings with you guys i got to go uh <laughs> Meetings where they chose, you know, the content and the music, and I got this. I got to really see see everything, so it was a really fun experience. That's overall. awesome, Tom. How long have you been teaching now? This is my my twelfth year, okay. uh, and uh, you know, it's been such <laughs> such an incredible experience. There's so many different things that I've uh, you know had had the ability to to do and see and like you know to interact with kids, help them out. Um, you know, like teachers kind of helped me. I, I really had a great experience in St. Joe's Prep that you guys hinted at before. Where I had two teachers that specifically really. Um, I don't know. God felt like gave me a voice and helped me uh, gain confidence, and that's kind of kind of been my goal to do the same. So it's it's been a real it's been a blessing. It's really been a great career, and uh, you know I'm looking forward to to a lot more years ahead of me. Excellent. Well, listen, we are happy to give you this little token. Yeah. It's on behalf of the students, the people whose lives you have helped uh, shape, and uh, they want to give you this. So uh, we are happy to turn over the coolest teacher of the year coffee mug, courtesy of the President and Steve Show. We're also going to give you a pair of tickets to the MM Barbecue. Uh, you'll sit in the Coolest Teachers section. We have a Coolest Teacher t-shirt for you to wear as well. And we're going to give you a $25 gift card from Acme Markets as a thank you on top of all of that. Uh, so, such an honor. Thank you so much, guys. This is really, really unbelievable. Our pleasure. Congratulations yeah! to you, Mr. Tom Rafferty. Coolest Teacher wow. at White Mars, Plymouth White Mars High School, PW as they call it. And now... Uh, we're going to St. Elizabeth High School in Wilmington, Delaware. So, so sitting on one of our meetings, I uh, had him leave the business. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> that pretty much did it. Uh, you know, I went to last night um, was the uh, where my, my youngest son is uh, graduating this year, and they had the senior honors 
uh, ceremony last oh, night. Oh, Sunday night. Uh, oh, I think it's, it's it was Monday night. Yeah, I mean, yeah I'm throwing off. Yeah, it's last, Tuesday night. Tuesday I know. Night, yeah. Tuesday night. Oh my <laughs> dear God, Sally Kellerman. Uh, last night. So I want to congratulate uh, my son Carter because he won a scholarship award. That's right. awesome. Which is for really what? Cool. Um, essentially, it was just for being a good person. Well, that's one of those. I see no no better reason to reward someone. It was just just for being a well liked, yeah. involved kid. Yeah. Uh, so I was really proud of him. Uh, and it was really cool. And there, there are a lot of different achievements that they gave away. They gave away uh, a whole bunch of of these uh, these awards. And I, I didn't know about these little scholarship things. I mean, it's not like a ton of money. It's just a little bit to say here's to help you Theater. along. Yeah. But they had a bunch of them, and and some of them were you know a couple hundred dollars, some were a couple thousand dollars. Not so bad. It's really cool. So how does that work essentially? Do I you don't know? know. Okay, he didn't know. They they essentially said you won an award. Come to the award ceremony, and they didn't tell him what it was. I don't know how he was nominated for it. I don't know any of that. Bring a monkey. I mean, I mean do, do they just eventually, here's a credit that you can apply to tuition or to books or whatever in the Essentially, fall. Essentially. Like, so my daughter yeah. won a quote-unquote scholarship last year. It was a $250 check, and I think it was like yeah. like Knights of Columbus or something but like they, that. But they wrote her a check. Yeah. Okay. She has yet to cash it. We haven't done anything with it. All right. You know? Here's what I don't know about it yet is, is do they follow through and make sure you put that towards education, or is it just like, here you go. Right. No, they That's wink. Good they question. wink, Preston. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I got a... Uh, I, Get your I, older brother to buy beer with this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got a scholarship simply because I happened to live in a town where the school I was going to was building an annex... So they made a deal with the town. We'll give this amount of get out. So okay, like a, but at that time it was cool. A couple, but literally not one scintilla of academic achievement was involved with it. Right, nothing. There are so my many... zip code is what got me the. Uh... Well, Steve, I mean, there are so many you can apply for. Like, and, and so people bet, don't know that. I bet if you Googled zip code slash scholarship or whatever, and, and there there's something that you can. There's money out there for students that you just have to know how to apply for. You, it. You're exactly right, Nick. I saw there was an interview with a, a woman who actually is teaching, and, and was she was all over the place for a while. Uh, this is a couple of years ago about all of these things. You basically go, and sometimes you can find them online. Sometimes you go to the library or whatever. Right. But there are a plethora of available grants and things of yeah. all sorts of things that can pay for a lot of your schooling. Yeah, it, I mean, it's, my, it's amazing. My son's only 14 and so we have some time before college. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, it's it's you have to have these conversations well in advance of the kids going to school. So I guess if you just take the time to write up whatever needs to be written up, you yeah. have a chance at uh, at getting a little assistance along the way. I hope so. Or yeah. say that you're on the rowing team. You could do That'll that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just say. Yeah, and then Photoshop yourself into a picture. That's all you got to do. We've it's seen it work before. Yeah, your parents might have to go to prison for a little <laughs> while. Other than that, but they get, get out. Right. Worth yeah. it. Yeah. And if you have a lenient judge, they get out before the holidays. Hey, Marissa. Wait, um, you guys just reminded me that there are stories about people who have gotten their entire college tuition paid for because they do these tiny little scholarships. So, for instance, I'm, I'm totally making these up, but uh, Hershey may be giving away $1,000 because you write an essay about how much you love chocolate. True. Okay. And Coca-Cola because you love soda. And so they just start piling up and it's $1,000, $2,500 here and there. Hmm. And people have paid for their entire tuition. And you also, and we've mentioned this before, our, our friend uh, Kristen Herman down the hall here at Ben FM, she was going to Temple and found out that they were mm-hmm. looking for people to be on the rowing team. Like legitimate, though. She had never done rowing ever before. No. And she's like, sure, I'll do it. Yeah. Dude, she got a, she got a, a, a scholarship yeah. out of it. Now, I don't know how much it was, but it was enough to assist her along the way. Any, any bit helps, especially uh, since little secret here, college is 
incredibly expensive. No. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, that's pretty cool that, uh, that that stuff is out there and available. You just got to seek it out and find it and spend the time uh, doing just it. Just write an essay about Hershey's. Hang on a second here. Susan is a high school teacher, wants to mention something. Oh. Hi, Susan. Good morning. Hi. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Susan. Yeah. We're playing hot for teacher for you here. Uh, what's up, Susan? It's actually Suzanne. How are you? Hi, okay. Suzanne. Hot for Suzanne. If you're going to be persnickety <laughs> like that. No, I'm yeah, kidding. I'm yeah. kidding. All right, go ahead, Suzanne. Um, I'm actually a high school counselor um, over at Downingtown West. So shout out to Brian Hassel, who won the uh, coolest teacher a couple of days ago. Awesome. Uh, yep. And I also am the scholarship coordinator at our school, so I just wanted to chime in on your conversation about scholarships. Um, so we have an annual program, just like your son's high school, Preston, every May, and kids can apply for scholarships, but there are also some scholarships that are just kind of, it sounds like what your son won, which is like a gift scholarship where teachers or uh, admin nominate kids who are deserving of, you know, a little token as a thank you for their good citizenship or, you know, just being a good kid throughout the four years of high school. Hey, question about that, Suzanne. Is it, uh, you, you, uh, you guys in the, uh, within the school will put word out to the faculty and then they, they're in nominate and then you guys go through and and sort out how many essentially votes i guess a kid gets yeah in some cases absolutely it just depends like we call them scholarship benefactors or sponsors depending on what their wishes are you know they're the ones with the money so we kind of have to do what they say some of them have like a very involved application process some of them just say pick a winner who's deserving with this criteria all right so so be that random but most of them picked by lionel richie and katie perry isn't that Bart? Bar- Bar- That's American Idol. Oh, I'm sorry. That's yeah, a little different. The, the, uh, uh, would we be correct, though? Now would be a good time. I mean, obviously, as you start to wind down the school year to start start scouring for these potential um, scholarships and grants that are available, That I mean, that, that a lot of people are, are very unaware of? Um, I would say probably at this time of your junior year is the time to go and do that. For seniors, our program, um, the application window, like the, the scholarships become available for kids in March usually. Right. Um, and then that way they're awarded, you know, there's time to kind of collect names or collect applications and disperse them to the people with the money. And then the, you know, it's like, we are just sort of the messengers between the okay. and then the school. Do you encourage gambling to, uh, get, uh, <laughs> no. Susan, uh tuition uh, paid? <laughs> I don't know if that would be, um, you'd. Okay. Yeah. You're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's smart. Uh, Suzanne, uh, is there, um, a difference between a scholarship and a grant? Uh, yeah, there definitely is. Grants um, are usually state funded, whereas scholarships are just private entities. You know, oh. usually they're from they're in memory of a student maybe who passed away or a retired teacher who just wants to give back. Yeah, uh, families, you know, for whatever reason, who just want to pay it forward. It's true. All right, yeah. excellent. Well, thank you, Suzanne. We appreciate it. All right, you guys rock. Thanks so much for having me on. No Have problem. A great day. Take care. Yeah. By the Bye. way, there was there was a there was a uh, couple that were sponsoring uh, one of these last night. Oh my God, they got so emotional. It was in honor of their daughter who had passed away, mm. and the father and and she had oh. died like I don't know, like fifteen years ago or something like that in her thirties and so on. You could tell how it still uh, oh, emotionally wrecked this guy. It was just hard to watch. It was really heartwarming at the same time. There are tons of those. Yeah, there are tons of those, and there's nothing wrong. The the people want to do this. They want to pay that yeah. forward. And if you if you can, you know, and you you're doing it for the right reasons and, and participate and get that money, then that's that's yeah. what they would want. The one that Carter won last night was in honor of of a, a student who had yeah. who died. Yeah, and uh, so that's wonderful. It's a nice not way that to, they to, died, to carry on them. No, not yeah, that that yeah. part's bad. Yeah, but the part that that it carries <laughs> so on the wonderful. Memory, yes, uh, is pretty cool. Uh, hang on, Nick. There's a.
Uh, it says here this definition: the main difference between grants versus scholarships is that grants are typically need based. Hmm. In comparison, scholarships tend to be merit-based. Wow, this is one of Wikipedia's more tourist entries. It just says F-U. F-U, yeah. yeah, yeah. why not? Now, I was talking, uh, so my friend from college, I was talking to her, and she's a scientist, and she was working off of a grant. Right. And An Eddie Grant. Uh, no, I think Lou Grant. Okay. Uh, electric electric Avenue. She had to rock on down. <laughs> yeah. To yeah, Electric, electric Avenue. Um, and I, I don't necessarily know what that means, how That's why you won't get a grant. Well, no, no, no. But also, like, what does that money go towards? Like, all right, so if she's a scientist, she's working on something independently, and she ends up getting a grant. Build a killbot. Well, I mean, is this grant in order for her to be able to live? Do you know what I mean? As as she does I think it's it's up to the... Listen, it is given with that intent. But as, as you know, grants are given all the time, and the funding may not go to exactly... The intended direction, but if it's a Hugh Grant, you yes. get to sleep yes. with a uh, you get a Hummer and a park car, exactly. But yes. with Divine Brown only. And Divine yeah. Brown is only anybody named Brown. recipient. <laughs> Divine Brown, Brown Hugh Grant. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, so we cleared all that up. Yeah, no, we I, didn't. Hang on. I'm going to go. I'm going to go to Craig here. Hey, Craig. Good morning. Uh, Flossin. Where do I keep getting Flossin. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Craig? Hey, I knew somebody that got a book scholarship for four-year college. They got full-ride books. They said, whatever you spend on books, send it to us. We'll reimburse you for all four years. So they took – they figured out what courses they would need for their bachelors, got the full-ride books for the books – Sold the books back for cash, kept the money, and never went to school. <laughs> oh, my God, that's oh, so terrible. So they, they gamed the system. And, yeah. no, right. In a way, though, that's the kind of pluck that you want from a top. <laughs> right. That's a right. go-getter. Yeah, that's right a there. go-getter. Career in politics. Yeah, yeah. That's thinking outside the right. box. Dude, books are so expensive, too. Oh, I mean, thanks, co- Greg. You know, it, oh, it's I, like $250 for just one book. Or, and that, I'd freak the F out, ago. Nick, especially when you go in to get a book. And lo and behold, one of the authors on it is the professor that you're going to. Yeah. It's like you, son of a bitch. Wow, so two hundred and fifty bucks for a book. A I mean, book. that's yeah. that's and there's no pictures. I, it's uh, well, yeah. some of them have pictures, but um, they yeah. I mean, you you'll spend a thousand to two thousand twenty five hundred dollars a semester just on books. If a you're lucky, semester. A semester. Yeah, yeah, oh, yes. If you are, if you're in some type of a like science field, like if you're studying yeah. to become a scientist or, or pre med or whatever, those books are extraordinary. So you can get used books and save some. And I'm, I'm also like, curious, like, yeah, law well, stuff, medical stuff, forget it. Yeah, but Pray, I'm also, anything with acetates in it. I'm, I'm curious as to. If they are cheaper nowadays, if you can just, quote-unquote, rent them online. Like, do you need physical copies of books right. anymore? It, people at, at the college I went to would go to the library, take the book out for the oh, semester. Shit. I did that. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But, Preston, if you're lucky, so you, you buy your book. Let's say you buy a book for 250 bucks. At the end of the semester, you're able to sell the book back to the bookstore, and they'll give you $10. Yes. <laughs> $10. Yeah. <laughs> But here's a text says, my brother applied for every one of the BS scholarships, and he made $10,000 after he paid off all of school. Huh. Uh, so he managed to, uh, you know, if, if in you spend uh, enough, you're going to get in one. In the black, yeah. One or two here and there. Um, hang on. There is uh, John that we're going to go to quickly. Hi, John. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you doing today? Good. What's up, buddy? I just want to bring up two things. One, uh, scientific grants that uh, was mentioned earlier. It depends on who's writing it and what specifically they're studying. For example, my buddy's studying stuff for cancer, yeah, uh, and he got a grant from the NIH, and it has everything to do with his equipment 
and his research and paying his research staff, etc. Okay. Um, it has nothing to do with him living. He's actually getting paid by another university to do that. And then the second thing was veterans. People who come out of the military and get a post-9-11 GI Bill doesn't cover everything with college. There's something called the Yellow Ribbon Program where schools have a fund where they go, okay, you write a letter, tell us your military experience, we will cover the rest of the cost of your college. And there's so many students per year, and then there's all these other scholarships and grants that people do on top of it. Wow. Yeah, well, Nobody's going to Columbia for pretty much free. Wow, and Columbia's a slightly expensive school. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's that's it, it's great. Just Thanks, do a, a bit of due diligence. It's never been easier, obviously, because it's all sort of indexed online. And take advantage of it. Some people are asking, what if it's an Amy Grant? Oh. Amy Grant is weird. You, you save a lot on shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah, doesn't yeah, wear yeah. shoes. She's apparently. barefoot all the time. Back in the day. Carrie Grant? Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. you do LSD and marry Diane Cannon. <laughs> there are lots of grants. Yeah, but Ulysses S. Grant, that is probably the most lucrative. That is the oldest. Yeah. You start oh, the, you uh, the secret service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go to uh, Rachel talking about books. Hi, Rachel. Good morning. Hi. Good morning, guys. What's up, Rachel? Hello, hello. Um, so textbooks are a complete ripoff. Yes. Um, yes, they are. I went to Westchester. I graduated in like, oh, God, uh, 2015. I don't know. Well, um, you're still way younger but, than Kathy. Oh, my God. No, she's we're like the same age. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, you're older. So what they're doing now is. They're selling you, instead of the actual physical textbook that's $250, they're selling you an access code. Right. So the access code is the digital book. And then what you do on the first day is they say, bring your access code. And then as soon as you pull the strip that opens it and shows the access code, you type that in. And then you never use it ever again during the year. So you can't even sell it back because once that piece is ripped open and even though you didn't even really use the book, you can't even sell it back. So, Rachel, you're saying there's literally, as there would be with a physical hard copy of a book, there's literally no option of recouping any of your cost because it's a digital copy. That is, that sucks. Yeah, we have the... We had the yeah. same thing, yeah, with uh, Parker uh, going to college, and, and I forgot about the access code thing. And there was a, it was like a pain in the ass to get it all, you know, like we had some technical problems and so I on. I think my response would be, access my balls. Mm. <laughs> uh-huh. I didn't mind I buying the books. It's just, it's ridiculous. It is. It sounds insane, Rachel. And I also worked for um, I also worked for one of the off-brand bookstores, Lieberman Bookstore. Worked there for like three years. It was awesome. But we would sell the textbook, so it wasn't even a textbook. It was whatever the professor wrote, yes. and it was just paper. And then we bound it for them, and then the students had to come and buy it. And it was just pieces of paper with their words on it, and they could sell it for whatever they wanted it. Wow. So somebody would sell it for ten dollars because they were an English teacher and they actually. You know what? The drug trade's more ethical. (laughs) And then there would be the other one, the science professor who has a hundred level class, so he's got probably I don't know six hundred students, and he's he's selling it for eighty dollars. Wow! Wow! I mean, even the best porn isn't worth eighty bucks, right? No, exactly. Thank you. And that lasts forever. Preston's got some in his briefcase right now. Thank you, Rachel. Honestly, I I remember by the time I was a junior, you know, one of my senior years, you would get into a point where it'd be like two or three weeks into the semester and you'd realize whether or not it was worth buying the book because you didn't need to buy every book every semester, but I didn't realize that until later in college. And 
you would save several hundred dollars, if not a thousand dollars, if you waited a, a you know a stretch. There's so much. I mean, obviously, this is we're off on this topic, but there there's so many things that are going to be readdressed and reassessed as far as higher education. And as far as exactly what you need to be doing to get that education and whether, in fact, you do need. There's a case to be made of if you know what you want to do career wise, there there used to be this sort of, you know, this this dark cloud hanging over. Well, you absolutely must go to college. In some cases, you do not have to go to college if you know exact if you're if you're already going and you're doing something that's like a trade or a trade school. You know, Preston, a case could be made that you did not need to go to college. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. But times also have changed. So I don't think encouraging people to, to they have to go to some schooling, whether it's a trade school or a college. Right. They have to, you can't just what, come what, out. What, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what about if you if you learn on the job? Yeah. I, so. I don't think I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that there's. Uh, as much merit in that as there used to be. You, you have to have some sort of continuing education. Sure. I mean, if if that's what you choose to do. Yeah, that's what I'm, you choose I'm not to do. so sure, but I, I think to each his own. Yeah, as, well, as yeah. Said, yeah, and, and you got to make your, your own life choices. Uh, uh, Steve, I met a guy when I was in the Grand Canyon on that rafting trip. There was a guy who was 51, 52 years old, retired. Okay, and wow. I was, and so I'm thinking, oh, this guy must have been like a hedge fund manager, or whatever. Yeah, blah, blah, yeah. Blah. Nah, he was a roofer. There you and, go. Uh, and when he went to work, when he graduated high school, all of his friends went to college. He went to work, and then he invested wisely and and worked his ass off. Had zero student debt or anything along those lines, and you know, so for for days I was thinking, oh, this guy must be, you know, you know, highly educated, and you know. And he wasn't, you know, he made sm- smart. He worked sta- hard, smart, sound investments, and he worked hard. Did That's you do all that? That's money work for him. Yeah, right? you, you have to. You have to. Yeah, there, there, there. There's a, a, a savviness now because he was a roofer. Did you do all those roof jokes with him? <laughs> I don't. Who's, have your, who's the greatest baseball player of all time? Roof. <laughs> <laughs> what does the dog say? Roof. Um, yeah, so so I mean, listen, that's that's a perfect example, and here he is with you, unbeknownst to he's he's sharing a, a boat. With a major broadcast, major major broadcasting star, yeah, a star, if yeah, I may. Yes. And I'm sharing a boat with this guy. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, anyhow, I planned on talking about some other things, but we handed down, we we headed down this uh, path with Tom, who called in from uh, White Marsh, Plymouth White Marsh uh, High School, and it uh, led us to here. Yes. Don't you know? Uh, but we do need to take a break because we have some other things going on, and we will get back to some stuff we planned on, but. St. Elizabeth High School in Wilmington, Delaware. You're up next for the coolest teacher, so you can now text the word teacher to 39333 and let us know who you think should win that prestigious award. When we come back, some really twisted, bizarre file stories to share with you. Uh, We have some guests coming up as well, secret text words, stuff like that. We'll tell you about it more when we get back. Here, Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the weekly rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's I hate stevensinger.com. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant 
Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high quality, round brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I want to mention this real quick. Uh, this weekend, Saturday, at the Wells Fargo Center parking lot is the Philadelphia Take Steps drive through that's taking place, and it's for the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. Uh, it is a fundraiser, and you can join the, my team, Team Preston WMMR, or make a donation, events at WMMR.com. We'd love to have you be a part of it. It is a great, and it's going to be a wonderful outdoor, and the weather should be beautiful. It's going to be perfect. Weekend. Event, so please get on board if you'd like to do that. Is the donation link up on PrestonSteve.com, Preston? It is. Right. You can click events at WMMR.com or just go to PrestonSteve.com and you can get that info and uh, help out for people suffering with Crohn's and colitis. So please do okay, that. Okay, Preston and Steve, uh, we saw this survey. Um, who's the hottest person in the relationship? A recent poll reveals almost half. 47% of Americans feel they are, they are and their partner are equally attractive. But women are apparently more likely to say that they are attractive by a little margin. <laughs> so, but the men agree. Oh, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, um, Preston. Yeah, Steve. What about you? Well, yes, of course. I mean, you know, my my wife made a critical error in marrying me. I don't know what the story. Besides that, she looks much younger than I do. So I'm always getting these side glances like, well, what's sure. going on here? So, yes, uh, but uh, she apparently has a fascination with the, uh, the animated movie Shrek and uh, wanted to live that lifestyle. So she married me. Yeah, and she's still happy about it? She, she, she seems to be. She hasn't bolted yet, so I'm considering so that a win. There. She's still there, yeah. right? <laughs> all right, we just put up a picture if you want to run to your TV, all the MMR listeners. That Preston, I'm in Preston. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my lovely wow. wife Rochelle, you mean? Yes. yes. Or are you uh, impressed at how much sexier I am than her? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's, uh, no, I listen, trust me, I know I got really, really uh, lucky in landing that gal, uh, and she's way more gorgeous uh, than I would ever claim to be, so I'm, I'm a lucky man. Meet? What uh we met <laughs> she came Uh-oh. to visit him in prison. Uh, no, no, it's uh it was a match made in 97. I was a club DJ and she was a tub girl. Yo. So, remember the tub girls? But what? Did, she was a tub girl, but the story goes and Preston can relate this. I think you inquired a number of times and she turned you down. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah I, I had to work that for about 2 years before I got 2 years. Yeah. So you were friend zoned? Uh, yeah, but we, we didn't see each other all the time. It was occasionally like, you know, a few months would go by and then and our paths would cross. Hey, oh, my God, how you doing? Good to see you again. And after that happened uh, yeah. enough times, I was like, Did that's you it. Well, once, to... the res- once the restraining order lapsed, it was all good. Then well, we were good. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you pretend to be just her friend, even though in the back of your mind you're trying to? Uh, no, no, no. I made I made it clear that I I oh. wanted to uh, that I wanted to see her socially naked, uh, naked oh. socially. <laughs> so she was just turning I mean, you down. Then no, I I, I got I got turned down and and then I backed off for a while and then okay. then I got bold after uh, I think I was drinking what were called mind erasers. That oh, night. there you <laughs> go. That helps. I got yeah. bold and uh, and followed through. And it worked. Then, yeah, she finally. 
it finally uh, wore her down. I say, had she been drinking too? I don't remember. Probably. Or so she was sober. Yeah. Huh? Oh, okay. I don't know. Wow, so Alex seems. Wow, she was sober when she made that decision. <laughs> That's a stunner. Wow. <laughs> Alex is well, blown away. Oh my God. Like they both... She was blind. That though. stands in the face. Like that. that stands in the face of Darwin's laws of selection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I guess, but here's the thing about this theory. I mean, don't you want to be dating someone who's hotter than you? Yeah, you don't want to be the hottest one. In the I have no group, option. Right? Yes. I, I, well, I would Stop think. It. Right. I, I would think that most people would uh, align themselves because that's why they were enamored with that person in the first place. I mean, ma- yeah. outside of just their physical beauty, there's more to it than that. But True. you see as a, as a whole hotness level that, yes, obviously that's the person you're with is going to be more so than yeah. you. But I, I Guys, where I'm like, well, you know, he's a great personality. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> Are you saying you're All right, when was the. No, I'm not saying I'm hotter, but I'm just, I'm not saying I'm that. No, I'm just saying. No, I've seen the was... guys you've been out with. <laughs> <laughs> you can do a lot better. Uh, I think there was an old song, if you want to be happy for the rest of your life, oh, make yeah. an ugly woman your wife. But huh. that's old school. Stuff. No, that seems a little cynical, doesn't it? It really does. Yeah, not, not, like the 50s? Yeah, and the, the 50s. not as long as prostitution is still available. You can always do okay, right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's like a Whitman um, sampler. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't like the coconut. <laughs> yeah, true. That's why you squeeze it first. To see what's <laughs> right, right, right. Gosh. You just can't break them in half because that's murder. <laughs> oh oh, thank you. Thank you. Right. Bye, guys. Bye guys. Yeah. We'll see you oh, soon. Oh, my goodness. All right. <laughs> I like wow. Alex saying, you know, a, a person. When was the last personality date that she was on? Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, maybe she. Yeah. Maybe that's why it was just a date here and there. But I clearly remember I was. My wife was not. Claire was not. She was. She likes the heroin chic at that time. You know, sort of real like Evan Dando types. I'm not Evan Dando. And, uh, you know, we, we had different types, and then we became our, each other's types. Yep, that can happen. Yeah. All right, let's get into the Bizarre File. It is time. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. All right, it's brought to you by Cinch Propane Home Delivery Service. Makes life so much easier. Never leave your house for propane ever again. You can visit cinch.com. That's spelled C-Y-N-C-H. We will start with this story out of Ireland. Okay. Uh, What they call an OAP, which stands for Old Age Pensioner, Mm -hmm. who harassed a radio DJ (laughs) by sending her 11 letters stained with his semen. (gasps) Said, I was just trying to get them to play my music. So now those old DVDs aren't looking so bad, are they, Preston? Anthony Lennon of County Kilkenny was jailed for two years and barred from ever having contact with the presenter again after he pleaded guilty to two counts of harassment, 11 counts of sending the young presenter obscene items by post. We're adding this new single. It was covered in semen. (laughs) (laughs) The 76-year-old who was given two weeks to get his affairs in order before he has to hand himself in said... Mm. It was never his intention to upset the young presenter. Yeah. And he said that he was shocked when the judge, James McCourt, jailed him for two years. I tried to do everything by the book. Uh, he said, I just felt in a lot of ways I did not get a fair hearing at all. Maybe uh, maybe I'll cover it in splooge. Uh, he said, everyone's stunned. Even my barristers were stunned. Uh, You're on your own. 
Asked when uh, whether he intended to upset the young star, Lennon responded, no, absolutely not. Oh, my God, Absolutely no. not. He said, I didn't tell any lies, and I put my hands up. He said, he's really, he's he's not seeing what all the hubbub's about. He said, I just think I'm going to have to go through it all now, meaning jail, and that's it. Court, uh, The court heard that. I guess we, that's the world we live in. Lennon initially contacted the presenter by email in 2016. In the initial correspondence, Lennon's tone was very familiar, and he said that he wanted to send her his music. Uh, she wanted to be wanted to be polite and told him to send it to her work office, but she did not work in a music department, and there was nothing that she could do. Lennon sent her another email, and the presenter replied. Uh, at the start of the emails were the words, looking for a wife, which the presenter found disquieting. Huh. Uh, she stopped reading the emails. A significant number of emails followed, with the totality of the emails um, amounting to 220 printed pages. Then, in 2019, the presenter became aware that a suspicious letter addressed to her had been received at the studios in Dublin. Uh, it was addressed to her personally and seemed to contain bodily fluid. It was sent to forensic for analysis. Uh, a second letter was received in 2019, a third on August 8th, and another five letters on August 10th, all of which were stained with bodily fluids. Wow. Wow. After being notified of the letters, police called to Lennon uh, to, and cautioned him and told him to refrain from further communication. He acknowledged he sent the letters and said that it was an effort to have his music played. On September 19th, three further letters, again stained with linen semen, arrived at her parents' home. After the letters to her parents' home, the presenter decided to make a formal complaint. Uh, They obtained a warrant to search his home. A number of items received, including written notes in a notebook and envelopes addressed to the presenter. Lennon cooperated, confirmed that the presenter was not known to him personally, but said that he knew her as a presenter with an interest in music and the arts and a good-looking girl. Dear radio presenter, I really would like you to play my new single. I think you'll like the music. Please find enclosed a batch of my jizz. Uh, he admitted sending. A, oh my god! He admitted sending hundreds of emails, mostly about Brexit negotiations and the agenda. That How he about saw. that Brexit? Here's some more semen. Uh, he said that he had strong views. Uh, he said his letters contained poetry and lyrics of songs that he wished to have published. I'm a big fan of George Bernard Shaw. Here's some semen. Um, so he's going to jail for two years. Uh, so, yeah. And Do you like the music of the cranberries? Here's some semen. <laughs> I mean, this is awful, disgusting, terrible yeah, yeah. in every single way. However, every single one of us here have has received something not like that. No, no. But, but something similar that we could tell you stories. Oh, I got uh, yes. uh, three or four, uh, a collection of KISS shot glasses. Mm. <laughs> I, I've got you all beat. I, I don't want to talk no, about no. it. No, no. I don't want to talk sure? about it. Okay. All right. Are you so, sure? Yes, I'm sure. It. All right. It involves no bodily fluid. Here's the next story. In fact, Preston wins. A security. <laughs> I mean, Maryland got, was it videos or pictures of a guy wrapping it around a pencil? That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Josh, this cool. guy, Maryland, this guy sent a video. He had a, was uh, insanely hung. Yeah. And he would wrap his unit while it was not, you know, yeah. engorged around <laughs> objects, around his wrist, around pencils. And and sent video. Yeah. And then he uh, he did a, like a sketch of her. That one's his... probably in the public file. Uh, it would have to, you right? Have to, you're supposed to save those things. All right. Anyway, anyway. let's move on to the story. Anyway, <laughs> a security camera 
captured a devoted dog's dog mom's wild standoff with a protective mama bear in the backyard of San Gabriel Valley of a San Gabriel Valley home. This is amazing footage. The video shows a bear and two cubs walking on top of a block wall behind the house. The family's four barking dogs soon charge the bears, and chaos ensues. The two cubs scamper back behind a tree, but the mama bear appeared to take a swipe at one of the smaller dogs. Fearing for her dog's safety, a teen girl joined the the fray after hearing the frantic barks. Uh, Haley uh, Mornico can be seen running toward the bear and shoving in a split decision. Uh, The bear fell backward off the wall. She pushed the ball, the bear, uh, poking its head back over for one last look before running off. Haley can be seen running the opposite direction and carrying one dog under her arm like a football. Uh, Fortunately, no serious injuries were reported, and she saved the dog's lives. But that's, I mean, that was a big bear, dude. It's a sizable bear, Preston, and she has cubs. Yeah. So she's going to be a lot more vicious. Yep. But uh, she's so so stunned, and I think that the, the girl dislocated two fingers. Uh, you know, pushing the bear over. But, yeah. I mean, it's one of those adrenaline things where i got to save my animals. All right, and I have time for one last story, and this is a journey. Here we go. A man is now behind bars after police say he went on a burglary spree at multiple businesses and residences in Florida. Police say earlier uh, Sunday morning, a man identified as Lawrence Franklin King, Florida, <laughs> went into the back area of the Great Catch, opened the freezer, and threw all the White Claw alcoholic beverages and beers into a retention pond behind the building. Enough of this. Florida then walked to Massey Barber Shop, broke a side window, entered the business, took a set of clippers, a charging stand, and wireless earbuds. A release from the police say he then walked to Lisa's Barber Shop, broke into the front glass door. Once inside, he stole five clippers and two pairs of scissors. Police say he continued his burglary spree at Carpet and Floor Source. I'm trying to find a connecting thread to all this. Where he broke a side window and went inside. Nothing is reported missing at that location. Florida then walked to the Living Foods Bakery and Cafe. There he broke a side glass door window, went inside the business, stole approximately $800 in cash, jackets, coins, cash bags, and keys. A pair of antique scissors from Lisa's Barbershop were found in the carpet of this this business. He loves his scissors. Officers say he continued on to Zephyrillus Veterinary Clinic, where he broke a window on the west side of the business, which triggered the alarm. Nothing is reported missing there. Keys and a bag of coins were found in the dumpster of the <laughs> clinic, which belonged to Farm Fresh. Florida furthered his adventure to the Little Cat Rescue, where he broke into a shed in the backyard and stole cat wormers, animal pain medication, and syringes. Officers responded to a report around 5.30 a.m. that someone pulled a homeowner's ring camera doorbell off. The homeowner identified Florida as a suspect, who happens to be his neighbor. Police say Florida also broke into a truck and stole some tools and a briefcase. During an interview with officers, police say Florida admitted to breaking into all of the listed locations and agreed to walk officers around to where he dumped the stolen items. So that that is the most random yeah. robbery spree I've ever heard of. So uh, a couple of like uh, you know barbershop things, uh, but I'm not, like, but then they, he goes to the ca- the animal places, cat warmers, yeah, and they went to a carpet. Rest place as well. I, I so. don't know what I was thinking. Who knows? All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. Don't forget, we have a secret text word prize chance for you to win an overnight stay at Hard Rock Hotel and Casino Atlantic City plus a $50 dining credit. 
to use during your say. And if you would like to win, just text the word secret to 39333. We'll bounce the word back to you. We'll see if you can retrieve that and get it to us later on when we ask you to call in. We'll grab a random text or two. Going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us, please. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. Hey there. This is Rob from Clutch Shot Axe Throwing in Pensacola, New Jersey. We are a BYOB, no hard alcohol, axe throwing facility that hosts parties, date nights, or just a fun night out. Don't know how to throw? That's fine. We have some of the world's best axe throwers as your personal coaches. They will show you how to throw properly and safely while having a great time. So come on out, have some fun, and sling some steel with us. Don't forget that we also have eight-week leagues running as well. Visit us at ClutchShotAxe.com. And tell them Coach Miggs sent you. And be clutch. Next message. Hi, this is Anthony from Family House Cleaning, servicing the tri-state area. I and my wife, Adriana, would love to take care of all of your cleaning needs. Call or text at 215-840-8166. Again, that's 215-840-8166. See our reviews on Facebook, Family Health Cleaning, and more, or on Thumbtack. Let us make you part of the family. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less. Uh, I noticed this story and Uh, thought it would be worth sharing. What are you saying? So... It's time for the noticer. Those Memorial Day notices are always the best. Mm. And the noticer's back in fine form. He's noticed so much goddamn stuff, it's going to blow your head off. I apologize because I actually noticed this the last... The also remorseful. ...last <laughs> week, and I meant to mention it, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and pass this along now because I thought this was kind of neat. Uh, there's this kid, a 10-year-old. His name is Carter Dorley. Uh, and a year ago, he had made a bet that he could surf 100 days in a row <laughs> last Monday... It was last week, not this most recent Monday, but he celebrated 365 consecutive days of surfing Wow! with a tour of the Jersey Shore. He's from Brigantine, and uh, he was bored when the pandemic forced schools to go remote, and he wasn't able to see his friends. So his mom, Dawn, agreed to give him an idea uh, and to go for it, uh, not thinking that he'd stick with it for very long. Uh, it, she said he's been diagnosed with ADHD and said that it's been hard for him to find any activity to keep in- interested in for any length of time. But the serving does it, huh? She said before we knew it, it was like day 50, and I'm like, he may actually do this. And then he just hasn't given up. Uh, some days he only surfed a few waves. Other days he spent a considerable amount of time in the water. Uh, Monday surfing tour could be considered a bit of both. An impressive 14 stops were scheduled. Wow. Uh, he didn't have all day to spend waiting for that perfect wave at each location. He started at the Cape May Avenue Beach in Harvey Cedars. Uh, he was out of the water and ready to hit Surf City and then on to Beach Haven and Holgate. Last stop was in Ocean County. Uh, and waiting for him in Atlantic City were a few members of the Atlantic City Fire Department greeting him uh-huh. as he and his few uh, and a few of his friends walked along the boardwalk at South Carolina Avenue, onto the beach to surf just south of the iconic Steel Pier. So do a lot of surfers I go throughout the year? I think some, you yeah. know, with their wetsuits and stuff, right? You can do it. It doesn't matter if you have a wetsuit. It's still freezing, yeah. but, uh, but people do it. And you're I, not going to surf in a dry suit. Yeah, no, I saw people, you know. I saw people in, in 
January yeah, surfing. Too. I'm like, you're out of your mind, man. Yeah. But... Are you like me? I get antsy if I can't not surf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, huh. yeah, I mean, there are people out surfing now that are wearing a wetsuit. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah, cold. Yeah. It's cold. If, especially if you're out there for an extended amount of time. I mean, even in, in May with beautiful, you know, beautiful weather, June, like that, that water is still freezing. I remember I did a, the sprint triathlon in Sea Isle Memorial Day weekend, Steve. I I had I borrowed a wetsuit from yep. my buddy and I'm sitting there on the beach just waiting to start right in the ocean and I see all these people waiting in the water and I'm like well, I'm, this is my first triathlon I ever did yeah. I'm like well I got I better do what they're doing you know what I mean right. so and I'm so glad that I did because had I not done that it, I would have just shocked my system I don't right. know if I, you know you need so, to acclimate a little yeah, bit I had to yeah. you know people so, don't realize like mm. when you go. Uh, and you learn it. You took scuba. My wife is, is you know, scuba certified. Yep. Well, what do you need a wetsuit for if you're if you're oh. if you're diving in the tropics? Uh, no, 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 no. Yep. It's a different idea. Mm-hmm. Your your perception of air temperature as opposed to water temperature is different. Oh, big time. Yeah. yeah. When you hear that water is in the eighty degrees, yeah, it's still chilly. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. it's still and, until it gets up to you know body temperature, right. it's still a little bit cold. I still feel like the the ocean temperature is not comfortable until it's August. No, no, until August. You yeah. know, it's it's still sharks think so too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I just thought that was a fun story. That's great. It went three hundred and sixty five consecutive days surfing. I'm trying to think of. Would you ever have you ever tried surfing? Oh yeah, I like I've boogie boarding. Times. I've done that. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's uh, and, and now since we bought a, a shore house and we're in an area that has a surfing beach, I'm like, I wonder if I really? might get Hang out and there and try to yeah. do that. Um, because but but it's a workout. See, I don't know my knees. That, that can pop, you sit down? The popping up part. Let me just sit this one <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> the popping up part would be kind of tough because you sure. really got to bend your knees, yeah. and, it, and it might be a bit it's much. Also a shoulder thing too for this old man. Yeah, because yeah. you got to push up. Well, and paddling. Yeah. Yeah. You, that's the main thing. That's, if you didn't have to dude, pedal or stand up, this, yeah, you'd be great. I'd be awesome. You'd be the best surfer on the beach. I've had, I, and, and I've gone surfing a few times and taken lessons, and and that whole paddling thing, dude, it workout. feels like you are going nowhere, uh-huh. nowhere. <laughs> the paddle, 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 uh-huh. and, and it's like, dude, I'm not moving at all. And how about, how I don't about know how they surfing? do it. What's that? What if they tow you? Oh, that'd be pretty damn cool. <laughs> I'm just surprised that this kid did it. I mean, it's not like we had perfect wet, and I'm not even talking about temperature. I'm talking about rough seas. Uh, no, it's it's in fact, in, in some of the days it was probably what they would have called dangerous, too yeah. dangerous to do it. But the fact that he did it, it is quite an accomplishment. I like the thing; it looks really cool. And uh, Zuckerberg has made a big deal about it. He's totally into it. That that hydrofoil type oh, man, surfing I, thing. I saw a guy God, on one really last cool. yeah. 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 Cool. year. It was, and I just, I was like, let me see how this What kind works. of skills, what kind of skill level do you need to operate that with any degree of well, effectiveness? He, you need balance. Yeah, you need balance. And he... Can you uh, sit down? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. No, this guy who was doing, he clearly it was comfortable on a board like that. Because, yeah. you know, he, he first started off and I watched him, you know... Just kind of go, and then he just sort of disappeared and, and went off. And, and it's so, amazing. Yeah, yeah. It looks like so much fun. It does. Uh, so this kid did it the old school way. Three hundred and sixty-five days in a row. His name was Carter Dorley. I thought that was kind of a neat little story. All right, what else did I notice? Oh yeah, um, the Phils have been uh, getting hot. Their bats have been getting hot. Well, in one game. Uh, well, seventeen. Yeah. Right, they had seventeen. What was it? Seventeen three last night. Uh, so just reading this story, and I haven't been playing along. Uh, Paying too much attention, but Steve sent this to me. Uh, Do you hear about this bird poop thing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, 
I guess it was a batting practice. And uh, who got pooped on? A re- reliever, Archie Bradley, uh-huh. and one of the coaches both got crapped on by a bird. They apparently got pretty sprayed. And good luck, man. It was right before, and that was the thing. Yeah. All of a sudden, their bats started getting hot, and they <laughs> say that it may have to do with the I've, bird poop. I've been crapped on periodically by birds in my life. I never felt that much more. Um, no, you, you never hear a home run. I didn't have. I didn't ever run a luck right after. I felt that I had on. to clean myself. Yeah. yeah, the only time you're actually lucky to get pooped on by a bird is actually if you're in the pool, or you know, right? Or yeah. yeah. well, you, you can, can wash it off, off right immediately. Away. No, but even yeah. then, you want to get out of the water because then there's bird poop in the water. Yeah. Uh, so McCutcheon had said it happened to a couple of guys, not just one guy. It was a couple of guys, and we were like, yeah, it's changing. Yeah, a couple. And, and here we go, and I was like, it's going to be a great game tonight, and it ended up being a great game. And I'm not saying that it was the bird, but I don't know. Hey, you got to take whatever you can, uh, so according to them. Where is it from the the, the legend of the bird crap being a good, uh, good luck omen? Uh where did that originate? That's a good question. And you know what? I remember clearly the first time I ever heard about bird crapping on, on someone and it being good luck, Steve. It was back when we were at Y100 and there was a story about Cindy Lauper, a bird oh. crapped in her mouth. Oh, yes. Yes, I remember that story. And somebody was saying, well, that's great luck. I'm like, what are you talking about? Not great luck. No. <laughs> Oh, girls, just <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, my niece got pooped on in uh, on the boardwalk, and that's the first time I had heard so about it. So. It was, I think, mine was attached to a wedding, and I, I heard that, okay. that 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 um coming out of the church through the limo, Preston, the bride was pooped on, and that was supposed to be a good sign. That's the first time I ever heard the notion that getting crapped on by a bird was a good luck omen. All right, so Nick has found a uh, maybe an explanation. Apparently, it's some kind of Russian from L- Russian lore. Huh. And, uh, so that's where the uh, origin. It's probably started. Steven Seagal. Then it's got to be Steven Seagal. Yeah. Um, Casey, I think the the bird poop on the boardwalk that like that's got to be where it happens most frequently. Yeah, because of seagulls. Because you know he's just walking up and down there, and and, and they're trying and to they steal crap. your food anyway. Yeah, exactly. So here's here's a somewhat explanation that birds are laden with mystical and magical symbolism and meaning. Some cultures believe that birds are messengers of supernatural beings and. Uh, should one visit your home, you will be getting some good news soon. Ah! To others, birds are believed to be uh, incarnations of spiritual guardians. Ooh. And when you see the bird following you, it's there to protect you. In the days before technology and science, people looked at natural surroundings and animals for explanations of events, even spiritual in nature. But it doesn't say anything about them crapping on Can you, you. make weaponry out of bird poop? Can you, yes. Like, it can you be... can make a machine gun. No, no, no. <laughs> All right, here, bear with me on this one, all right? Okay. I okay. have a memory from childhood, and it's either Transformers, the cartoon, or G.I. Joe, the cartoon. But one of the characters on that had to go and collect a whole bunch of bird poop because they then turned it into some version of gunpowder. Huh. And they were able now, Oh, wow. This I'm is okay. several not, layers deep yeah. on, on uh, what may or may not be based in any reality. However, I think that there's actually a kernel of truth to this, not the Transformers or the G.I. Joe character, but right. the fact that you can make... Bird poop, and so I'm. Well, if, listen, if anybody can powder. help, listen. you can make an explosive uh, element out of uh, bird crap yes. somehow or another. And perfume is it. made out of whale vomit. Yeah. So mm. we live in a crazy world. Either yeah. GI Joe characters or the Transformers. Transformers were desperate for some type of weaponry, and so they sent a guy to get uh, bird poop. I wouldn't doubt it. All right, there's some way you know you dry it out. And yeah, rub it on your face. Rub it all over your face <laughs> and sprinkle now. it on your food. And uh, dude, I have no idea. Okay. 
mm-hmm. if anybody can corroborate that or, or knows what memory I'm talking about or if it's just made up in my or, head. Or it's just something you need to tell your therapist. Yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> We're all in some version of therapy Nick, here. let's return to the bird crap thing again. <laughs> I'm intrigued by this discussion it's of too painful. bird feces. Let's leave the stealing of the Christmas tree thing for next week. <laughs> <laughs> we covered that already. Did plenty of EMDR on that one. We'll skip over when you left your television on for five years. And go with and the bird crap. Let's talk about <laughs> bird poop as gunpowder. I'd like to explore that. Pigeon poop? Uh, what? Pigeon poop contains saltpeter, one of the three major ingredients in gunpowder. You're right. Okay. You are right. There we go. I think we had a breakthrough. Saltpeter, ash, and I forgot what else. There's and, there's another component. And some texts are coming in to, uh, to confirm what and I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, there are. <laughs> okay. Transformers. Uh, bird crap is high in nitrate, which is also an ingredient in gunpowder. Okay. So people, people know that I'm not entirely crazy, even though this will be a therapy session. All right, so hang on. Uh, do hot dogs have nitrates in them? So can you make gunpowder on hot dogs, too? Yeah, I think you can. That's what you put in the Gatling gun, hot yeah. dogs. Yeah, you shoot those out. <laughs> I think the Fanatic has one of those. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, here it is. So Sorry. Uh, it's so, right. uh, there was an episode of the Transformers where they went into this parallel dimension that did not have technology. Right. They had to gather bird poop to create gunpowder. And who, which Transformer initiated that? Apparently, I don't know. It was the animated series from the '80s, but it was like it was a, it's a lesser Transformer. We need what, bird crap. It wasn't Megatron or Optimus Prime. It was one of their their minions. It was a pawn in the Transformers. Crapatron. Yeah, Crapatron. Okay. All right, well, See, that, that's to me that's legit. There's enough for you to stop and talk about. Look, look how fertilizer blows up. You know, yeah, it's used yeah. in bombs all the time. Yeah. So, wow. Little, little did we know. We started with Sally Kellerman, and now we're here. Bird crap. All right. Uh, I noticed this other thing. Marissa sent this to me. Uh, this was a uh, a nice note uh, from a couple of listeners, um, and. It was uh, so Mandy. We know Mandy, who's a longtime listener of the show. Awesome. Uh, wrote uh, driving home from the shore today, and you played an old episode about the COVID coin shortage. My cousin Rich called in. I nearly drove off the road when I heard his voice. He died in February of a oh motorcycle my God. accident. Oh my God. Ra- but randomly hearing his voice and laugh was everything. Aww. We're burying his ashes Saturday, and we needed this. Uh, thank you for making him laugh and allowing me to randomly hear it again today through your show. I was able to find it online and share it uh, with his wife and kids. It was a beautiful surprise. Thank you, Mandy. And then Britt, his wife, had uh, passed this on uh, to us and said, this morning my cousin was listening to repeat an older show. It was playing on her way back from the shore, and she almost swerved off the road when a familiar voice came on. My dad is, oh, this is her, her, uh, yeah. his daughter. Uh, my dad is Rich, the guy who called in, worked at the Minton Philly. He was killed coming home oh. uh, from work three months ago, and it's been tough, unexpectedly losing him. But it was so nice hearing his voice and laugh on your show this morning, and so fitting. Uh, he would listen to you guys every morning, and I remember growing up and going into work with him in the summer and hearing your voices and listening to the Bizarre Files. Uh, anyway, just wanted to say thank you for replaying that episode, and thanks for being such a big part of my dad's life. And that is from Britt. Who said uh, that she wrote in about that? Wow, man! Yeah. I, it says Brit. I'm assuming that's Brittany. Brit might be a guy too, so I'm not Possible. really sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but you know, it made me think about recorded voices of people who have passed, and how sometimes that can really yes impact you when you hear it out of nowhere. I've talked about it many times. I know I, I have audio of my mother who's on a uh, re- recording device. So it's, it's maybe two seconds. 
if, right. if, if that. I want to but get I've held on to it. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know. I want because we've talked about this before. Yeah. It's been decades since you've heard it. Decades. I would love for you to hear it. Yeah. 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 Where, where do you have it? I, it is on a, one of those micro uh, dictation recorders. Yeah. I got and and um, it was a. Um, I've had it. I've um, listened to it the last time a few years ago. It did play. I mean, oh, it, it did. Okay. It, it uh, actually a lot of years ago. I'd say ten years ago. Okay. Uh, but it was. Um, it, it's. Um, it's so quick, you know. Yeah. And it it didn't deteriorate that much, but it, I don't. I have. I don't even know if it's enough to create a frame of reference of how I remember her speaking. Yeah. You right, know? right. But it's yep. there. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I was just thinking about, you know, all the people that have called in over the years. And when we play back the uh, uh, the segments and callers, that, that this is probably not an uncommon uh, occasion. No, that sometimes that no. Does the happen, people so. who have come in and out of, you know, our lives and the collective lives of everybody who, you know, not to uh, paraphrase Gary Lauer, but the, the family that is. The listenership, everybody involved in the show that spends every spends the mornings with us, and, mm-hmm. and then podcasts and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's got, it, that has to have happened many times throughout the years. So thank you, Mandy and Britt, for uh, sending in that uh, message. It was nice to hear. All right, uh, I noticed this other thing this morning. This uh, is freshly noticed. Freshly noticed. Piping hot. Amazon announced this yesterday. They will no longer test job applicants. For marijuana. Not even drivers? Uh, The change comes as more states continue to legalize recreational use of the drug or pass laws banning employers from testing it. That I don't know, Casey. Uh, Yeah, they still, it says they still will test workers for other drugs and carry out impairment tests on the job. And some positions may still require marijuana tests to comply with transportation department regulations. So, yes, that might be the case. <clears throat> the policy shift also comes after Amazon, uh, the nation's second largest private employer after Walmart, uh, was sued in March by a New York man, uh, though uh, the city banned employers uh, from, oh, I'm sorry, who he had said his uh, warehouse job uh, offer was rescinded after he tested positive for marijuana, even though the city banned employers from testing job seekers for marijuana last year. So they're going to stop doing that. Yes, I just received 200 pounds of Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> um, sorry, that's a, that must be, one of our workers who smokes a lot of weed. Louie in the warehouse. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was kind of interesting, and I wonder that is interesting. how many places will follow suit on something like I'm that. I'm sure the, the next to follow suit will probably be the airlines. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, most likely. Air traffic controllers. Yeah, start absolutely. There. Yeah. I'm getting to you. Uh, so if you are an Amazon worker and you need medical marijuana, then that is certainly good news for you. So I happen to be reading a book about, it's that, the book that just came out about Jeff Bezos and Amazon and the yeah. building of the whole thing. And, and Bezos has, and there are things that I, I think are amazing and then are things I don't like about Jeff Bezos. He's, he's certainly a polarizing figure, but he possesses that singular drive. That uh, made Steve Jobs so fascinating, mm. you know, and sometimes it's it's great. Sometimes it's horrible. But, um, you know, he there was he came up against something. OK, you know, I'm going to go through it or around it, but I'm not stopping. And the whole thing of the fleet of vehicles and and being his own shipping when it came down to the early days of Amazon and it was just a book service, an online book service. And then he, he said to himself, OK, well, he was watching Apple kill it with the music uh, and the iPod, Mm -hmm. in his mind, we need, I need an iPod for books, the Kindle's born. Wow. All of these things. And then also to control the amount of servers that Amazon controls that handles 
the general internet for the world is staggering. It's called vertical integration, right? Yes. So like they, they built companies within their company to service the needs of their company. We need this. We're going to build this company right. that will be it'll be part of our company. I, I, I think Ford um sort of initiated that where they you know the, the Ford Motor Company needed tires so they decided we're going to buy a tire company right. and we're going to just make this a part of our company and therefore we won't have to outsource it. And and are there great aspects to that? Yes. And are there bad aspects to yeah. that? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, but as long as I can get my 200 pounds of Alka-Seltzer, I'm happy. No, that's a, that's a pretty interesting uh business model, you know, if if uh why why not make this rather than go buy it? Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what he <laughs> that did. Bold, man. That's what they did press. In fact, there was a time at which Amazon was referred to as Amabomb. It was the 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 stock was so yeah. It was uh, you know it was really uh, precarious and it was sort of a laughing stock. What's wild about that type of things is is going out and getting people to help you to uh, to find investors. Like you literally just have to go to people and say, "Here's my yeah. idea. Will you give me money?" Yeah. It's you know it's ballsy. I, I was extremely ballsy. Listening to a report over the weekend of. Um, Uber and uh, a lot of these um, services, uh, there was another one that was mentioned, but I, uh, they, how new they are. Th- this was talking about how in 2007 and 2008 these things took off. Right. And I realized that's not that long ago, but at this point in our lives, they seem like they're so omnipresent, like they've been around for so long, but they haven't. Think about the Kindle when the Kindle premiered. Yeah. It's not that far. Uh, that's not, not that long ago. It's mm-hmm. crazy. It's crazy. Yes. Wow. Well, getting back to the pot thing is the uh, <laughs> um, where pot is recreationally legal. Are like there's almost virtually no need for drug dealers except for uh, underage people, right? Because you have to be at least 21. Well, it depends right? on what drugs you're dealing. Well, I'm I'm talking yeah, about yeah, pot. Yeah, about yeah. pot. Right. Um, yeah, I guess underage and and maybe cheaper. You know, if you're if you're so sales inclined. promotions part. You think? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know but, but if it's don't cheaper know. or not. I have yeah. no idea. Like, or just growing it yourself, and and rather than hey, rather than going there, I'll sell, I'll sell it to you a lot cheaper than you can get at the dispensary. By the way, I mean? so so with the relaxing of all that stuff, if it becomes recreational and you can purchase it that way, what what what, what are the rules or what have been the rules as far as growing it yourself? Growing yourself. Um, yeah, I know that in California, you can grow all, you can grow it yourself. You, now you can I, make your own wine. You I can make your said, own beer. I almost said grow all you want. Now, yeah. that I don't know. But but I know you can yeah. just grow it in your backyard if you want mm. to, you know? And, there uh, is somebody in my neighborhood who's been smoking a lot of pot lately, and I can't <laughs> figure out who it is. And I was thinking about it last night. I mean, it's 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 potent. And uh, and I love that smell. But I don't know which neighbor it is. I could just smell it when I'm outside. But I was also wondering. That old woman is always making rhubarb pie. Dude, honestly, it could be it could be the old woman. It could be uh, the Asian neighbors. It could be the white guy. Down there. It, like, yeah. you know, it's so omnipresent at this point. But um, there's no illegality when it comes to that either, right? Like, if it's recreationally legal or or um, whatever the Medicinal. legality yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and possession-wise in, in PA right now, what he what this person is doing is totally fine. Yeah, absolutely. If right? they're on their own property yes. and smoking. Right? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of what I figured. I just, like, that's new, too. Or if they're working for Amazon and making a delivery. Right. Yeah. That, too. Man, this package for you. All right. uh, I want to, I want, I noticed this story, and I definitely want to mention this. Apparently, having a large butt may be good for your health. Oh, wow. Yes, I I knew that would speak to somebody (laughs) in the room. A 2010 paper from the University of Oxford said that people with big butts and thighs or increased glutofemoral fat mass Uh had a decreased cardiovascular and metabolic risk. The researcher says he can't deny. 
The study found that fat carried in the butt and thighs, as opposed to the waist, Uh. tends to be more stable and less likely to release the hormonal markers that have been linked to insulin resistance, which can (laughs) in turn lead to diabetes. Great. Uh. I'm good to go. So having butt (laughs) and thigh fat also favors uh, leptin levels. Leptin. Yeah. So, um... Which is a hormone responsible for regulating weight. Do you think in the world of, 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 okay, so visual attraction and men to to women, and do you think there are more classically, or just in, in anybody who's attracted to the, the quote-unquote female form, do you think there are more butt people or boob people? I think people? there's more boob people than boob oh, people. Oh, really? Yeah. Not in my world. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you know, like when you get comments. Yeah. And... <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, I want just, you, girl. I just think that when when... A girl is voluptuous. Yeah. It's like so obvious to right. men that are like, dear God, look at her. You know what I right. mean? Right. No, it, yeah. it, it's it, it's a display that you catch more often than you yes. would. Yeah. And we have butts. It's a little more. Yeah. We don't have boobs. <laughs> right. Yeah. And also, like, we, we we are accustomed to what we have, but we look at the other thing that we don't have, and we're like, well, I want You that. always want what you don't have. Yeah. Would it be fair to say that boobs are a little more titillating? <laughs> hey! <laughs> How about you. the ass um, is the... Or, or the boobs are the ass of the chest. That yeah. that would be fair to say my too. My ass chest. Yes. Well, you know, I love my your ass, ass chest. chest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nicer way of putting it. No, it know. is. It's just interesting the yeah. way we with the, and the the age old burned into us because there is obviously the thing that goes back to, you know, the, the, that is the, that was our source of food. You know, yeah. And and okay. there is that attraction. Let me ask you this, yeah. because g- the general question for men interested in women is, are you a butt or a boob man? Right. Okay, that type of thing. Or maybe legs. Right. What is it for women interested in guys? Ball, oh. nut, or shaft? No, I mean, honestly, what what would the... <laughs> looking at someone with their clothes on. I th- what would it be? So, so Kathy, what, is, it, is it the same? Is it, is it butt women... or bulge? No, I think it's more like biceps or... I don't know. Uh, shoulders or something. Elbows or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or, or yeah. how about like the, like a like a nubby Adam's apple that goes up and down when you Ew. yodel? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess shoulders. Yeah. I would say I would say biceps. Yeah, what would be or, uh, abs? Yeah, I think abs. That's, that might be one. You know, Marissa likes she likes the the V like down the. Oh uh, yeah, or yeah. that. Yeah. Uh huh. And um, what else? Marissa, scars. What do you- do you have a? Do you want to weigh in on this one, Maris? Uh No, I'm kind of with Kathy. I don't know what it is. If it's like a big gaping anus, short, like tall. <laughs> what did you just like... say? A big gaping anus. Uh, I'm, I'm just b- guessing. Um, you can't see that with clothes on. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's like, do you like a built guy or like a slightly built dad bod? Dad bod. Right. I hear dad bods are very popular, though I don't buy it. I mean, listen, that's something that you can be. You know, okay with yeah. Uh, you can grow into that yeah. Um, but you know, more. I, I think we're talking like more like what catches your eye right away. <laughs> well, no, yeah. nobody aspires to have a dad bod. No, you know? like you just yeah. have the dad bod. Yeah. You're like, all right, yeah, this is you acceptable. Can, you can go get one of those <laughs> yes, yeah. if you want. Right. You know, if you're, you're in ha- shape, you can go get a dad bod. You're gonna yeah. have to give up healthy eating. Yeah. There's also levels of dad bod. They're starting yeah. to use dad bod to describe guys who are just not Fat. very muscly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Like my normal. wife, my wife just chimed in. Legs, Kath. What about legs? legs? When you see man in shorts with his well-defined <laughs> well calves, or uh, yeah, no, I mean not for me. No, no? all right. 
So no, I think I would be upper body. Okay, not, not the, uh, oh not my the legs. God. Yeah, me, maybe I, it's upper body and lower body. Yeah, I think I prefer like brains. You know, like I just I like oh, a, wow, a, a smart, studious, smart studious. woman, okay. smart guy, like yeah, smart woman who has woman. Christ in her life. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm a sucker for eyes and smile, most yeah. definitely. But on the on the on the face is yes. where you want the eyes. That's where I want Not that. Not an eye on a shoulder. Mm, no, that would be I don't know. Is a it a big beautiful twin. blue eye on her shoulder? I, I love might your be shoulder eye. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> so unique. The way it blinks and waters up when I <laughs> when I give you a birthday punch. You might blacken that thing. You got to be careful, man. Ooh, no, shine my eye, my shoulder eye. All right, my shoulder eye. <laughs> People with big butts uh, have decent uh, a decent shot at uh, living. At well, of, of not having issues with diabetes. Right. So make that ass as fat as you as, can, as opposed to waste. No, I don't right. think that's what they're saying. But oh. all right, one more thing. Sure. Yeah, one more thing. Notice this: that uh, Thursday morning tomorrow. Uh, there will be an eclipse of the sun. Uh, but, a, but a unique kind, right? Uh, well, we will only see part of it. Uh, so, we'll therefore, yes. you get... I, I think you sent me an article, Steve, that talked about the ring of fire. Yes. Uh, but that's just because of where we will be, I believe, because 80% of the left side of the sun uh, will be blocked out from... That's the any, most boring side of the sun. any one point along this annual solar eclipse path, the middle or annual or ring of fire stage of the eclipse lasts about three minutes and 51 wow. seconds. Uh, but here's what I didn't do. I didn't check because it's tomorrow morning. Check your app. Uh, to see what uh, the weather's going to be like because if you have cloud cover, it's... it's Forget Probably. about it. It might be cloudy. We have thunderstorms tomorrow. Uh, let's see. Thursday. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it rain uh, around 6 a.m., which is when, if you, 6.30 a.m. is when we'll be able to see this. So, if you, Sky. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. Um, you need to wear the special solar eclipse glasses anyway, so, you know. <laughs> well, look, we're going to save a lot of blind people. That it's last solar eclipse is awesome. We would have, uh, well, no, I guess it's kind of hiding behind the building at 6.30, isn't it, Nick, usually? I think we so. We wouldn't be able to see it from this window here. Yeah. We'd have to go outside, and we wouldn't have enough time to because we have commercials and music, and that's it. Oh, it's next Thursday. Oh. Was, oh, I'm sorry. It's June 10th. Yay! I apologize. Oh. And by the way, uh, this is the one time of year where we, we feel like actual human beings because when you walk out the door, there's a little bit of light on the horizon like normal people go to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the event will conclude. It says here that um, uh, the Northeastern North America, Greenland, North Europe, and Northern Asia will get a look at it from Washington, D.C., up to us, the moon will block out about 80% of the left side of the sun. <laughs> if you moon. As they rise together in the east-northeast at 5.42 a.m. All right. Uh, the sun will appear as a crescent during this time. That sounds pretty cool. And it will <laughs> conclude <laughs> around 6.29. What is that from, Casey? They're flaky. Just my life. life. My life is brain. You say holy crescent rolls? I, no, I just said I like crescent rolls. Oh, I thought you said holy crescent rolls. <laughs> He's wrong. Holy, He's crescent, wrong. Rolls. holy crescent rolls, Batman. Because <laughs> it's Keep that crescent. kryptonite away from me. Oh, God. Tell me, do you like crescent rolls? You will. <laughs> so Thanksgiving with Batman. <laughs> Would you like some stuff? Who likes ambrosia? <laughs> you will. <laughs> Anybody for seconds? You're getting them. Yeah. 
everybody at the table. Who wants to be, who wants to say grace? You will. We need Batman music. Do we have and not the old not, theme song? Well, I mean, we have, we have Dark, Dark Knight. Knight. That's this, yeah. That's okay. Christopher Nolan, but we'll take it. Oh yeah, I'm not going to be specific. <laughs> Everything we play is inaccurate, so why break the chain? Yeah. Oh look, this is Batman at uh, is this Batman at the first Thanksgiving? What is this? I don't know. What are you looking at? It's a picture of uh, it's a painting of Batman with. I don't know. It don't looks know. like some sort of table setting. There's a dog in there. Uh, maybe yeah. it's a. Maybe it's a. I don't know what it is, but it's bizarre. It looks like it might be germane, as they say. Hey, Batman! Um, why are you eating all the mashed potatoes? <laughs> I like them. <laughs> I like crescent rolls. They're flaky. Uh, so the essential it is essential to wear the solar eclipse glasses and uh, and it says here in case you guys didn't know looking directly at the sun is dangerous and can damage your eyes. I wondered why I was blind. Yeah, uh, this is one of two solar eclipses this year. A total solar eclipse will be visible on December fourth as well. When was the last one where everyone was getting pictures? Remember, every couple of summers ago, it was in yeah. the afternoon. It was very cool. Yeah, and all these people had. Uh, plan trips to go to like the most optimal place to right. watch it, like you know, like Nebraska or whatever. And I was like, God, I hope you get a sunny day that day because you right. know, all you're that planning for, for yeah for weeks and weeks. And I think it was a 2017, maybe is when that was. We actually had a good, we actually had a good um, uh, viewing experience. Yeah, it was here. clear. Yeah, it was totally clear for that uh, for that particular one. So uh, there's another one that is coming. All right, um, I noticed other things, but I don't have time for that right now. Ain't nobody got time for that. We'll get to that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Thank you, Batman. We'll get to that another time. Uh, Because we have have a very interesting guest uh, coming up in a little bit. Had a wonderful experience with... Uh, Chad Smith, the yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers in Avalon. We had a great interview with him. He was in for his uh, art expo, and uh, so we're going to talk to the band member who had Chad step up and play a little Led Zeppelin with him. Very so cool. we'll take a break and come back in just a moment, and a few other things going on when we return as well. Stay with us. Roll up your sleeves. It's time for the I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. Hey, gang, this year's event is Friday, June 18th. Make your donation appointment now at WMMR.com. And then cut out early on a Friday to help those in need. Choose from two locations, the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks or the Event Center Inside Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia in the South Philly Sports Complex. Donors get the newest Preston and Steve t-shirt and the pride of knowing that you made a difference. Appointments are required for safety protocols, so sign up today at WMMR.com. The 16th annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive, benefiting the American Red Cross. Sponsored by Recovery Centers of America. Get help at recoverycentersofamerica.com and 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. So we had Chad Smith on uh, last week, Had did a uh, Zoom chat with him in preparation for his art expo in Stone Harbor. And uh, great conversation. Just a lot of fun. Super nice guy. Easy to talk to. His son made a little appearance in the <laughs> video, that, and you'll watch it on the Daily Rush. And we just, we had a ball talking to yeah. him. And we just, we talked about everything. And Kathy had asked him about, uh, apparently he spends time in Montauk. In fact, he was there in New York when yes, we were was. Zooming with him. Hey, he's a house there. And she asked him about um, this little kind of tiki hut place uh, where a lot of people go to. And said, has he ever been there? And he had mentioned, look, if I'm there, I'll, I'll get up and play with the band if there's a band. You know, I mean, he's like, I'll do that all the time. 
And so while he was at the shore this weekend, I guess he ambled over to uh, the Wind Drift in Avalon and got up on stage with the band and played. Uh, I mean, that is very cool. Yeah, they're called the Morning After Band. And I, I love stories like this because I've, I've heard in the past, you know, like Slash jumped up with a local band years ago. Uh, even even at our Camp Out for Hunger, yeah. uh, Shorty Long and the Jersey Horns were playing for us. And Mike Portnoy got up and played Jump, played drums on that song. <laughs> I know. What a thrill it gives these bands. Well, a thrill not only to the band, but everybody in the crowd as oh, well. Yeah. But But really, the band, it's something that they will take with them for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. It's like when Bono Absolutely. took the mic, Preston, for Saint that one night. Yeah, well, you know, that. I didn't want to show off about that, but, yeah, it was pretty special when he said, can can I jam with you guys? Uh, but I'm going to play a little clip because he got up with this band the morning after, and uh, they played uh, rock and roll from Led Zeppelin. It's phone audio, so the audio is not very good, but I'll play a little bit. Better. is one we have on the phone line. This is Paige. Paige Romano. Hi, Paige. How you doing? Hi, how are you guys? I'm good. How are you? We're doing wonderful. Thank you so much. I I have a bunch of questions about this. Number one, how much fun was that? Oh, my God. It was the craziest experience I'll ever have in my life. I know that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, question about your band. You guys uh, regulars in Avalon? Do you play there a lot? Yeah, so we we play at the Windrift um, like quite frequently in the summer. Um, we played there a few times last year as well, and we'll be there again this summer. Okay, and how did it? How did you find out Chad was in in the room? So it was so crazy. Um, me and my boyfriend, who actually is the guitar player in the band, we stepped outside for a moment um, from the fir- after the first set because it was just so hot in there. Mm-hmm. And the other singer called me. And it was, like, really muffled because the crowd was really loud. And I was, like, hearing, like, chili peppers. And I'm, like, what are you talking about? And he's, like, a member of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, get in here now. And I'm, like, what? (laughs) So we, like, run inside, and he's just standing right there. And we were, like, in complete awe. Like, he was just standing right there, like, just talking to everybody, taking pictures. He was so sweet. Um, And then he came up to me, and he was, like, hey, you're the singer, right? And I was, like, oh, yeah. And he was like, do you guys mind if I do a song with you? And I was like, shaking. I was like, of course. Like, of course I'm not going to say no. <laughs> that's so, so that, cool. That's wild because normally it would think uh, it would be like, Mr. Smith, pardon me, sir. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would, you join yeah us? Exactly. Would, you, would you do us the honor <laughs> yeah. of please performing with our band this evening? But he's like, hey, dude, can I jump in and jam with you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so... Do you know who he was there with, why he ended up uh, coming to the Windrift or anything like that? So I'm not sure who he was there with. Um, I only got to talk to him for a little bit, Um, but they said that he had just stopped by because of the art exhibition the next day that he had going on. Yeah. Um, And he, like, hung out for a little bit. Like, he was hanging out before we went on. He hung out for, like, a few minutes after. He was taking pictures with everybody. Like, Uh, he was just, like, the sweetest guy. That's cool. 
Yeah, it was amazing. Also, I just want to throw in really quick, Preston and Steve, I used to listen to you with my dad on the way to work. Um, <laughs> he's no longer with us, but I just uh, wanted to throw it out because it's like a good memory from growing up. So I'm like honored to be on here right now. <laughs> oh, that's a sweet story. And it is, I mean, this is very cool that you get this this opportunity. We love to hear when somebody is really nice and hanging out and taking pictures and being a regular guy, that says a lot about the person. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Hey, and Paige, I got to ask, were you vocally pushing it a little bit <laughs> so that, you know, <laughs> give them a little bit of something there? It, it was, honestly, I was so nervous. I, I even messed up the words at one point because I was just like, shaking like i couldn't even imagine like i was like this is happening right now like he is like on the same stage as me like i am like technically like fronting for him right now like it was just amazing like so i was i was definitely nervous i was i was just doing as much as i could but i definitely was not prepared for that moment yeah i only saw part of the video and i saw how the song ends and i'm a drummer so i see what what chad does he reached down and he picks up the ride symbol i guess did he hit it so hard he knocked it off its stand yeah, I actually have a video of it. It's really funny. It was, like, perfectly on time, too. He, like, picked it up. And <laughs> it was it was really funny the way it happened. Oh, that's funny. That's cool. And it's, uh, if you stop and think about it, you were filling in for Anthony Kiedis. So, right? right? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> yeah. I could never. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's such a, such a cool thing. And the video, actually, for a low-lit, uh, you know, stage situation uh, is covered really nicely. And you can see him pounding away. Oh, yeah. My other singer took the video for us. So I'm thanking Quentin for that uh, major right now because he stepped off for that song and, and took a nice video for us. That's so great. I'm definitely grateful for that. What about uh, the drummer had to relinquish his uh, drum kit for uh, for Chad? Who's that? <laughs> our drummer, Don Lizio. He's awesome. He actually, like, does um, all of our, like, marketing for the band and everything. He's our... He's our rock for sure. Nice. Um, afterwards, it was really funny because when he came back on stage and we went to go start in our next set, everybody was like, oh, you'll be fine, guy. You'll be all right. Like, uh. <laughs> he had to like, follow up for that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, it's very cool, and the fact that this, you know, listen, now you're going to be you're going to be the buzz band to play with, so you can assume that all the rock luminaries are going to stop by and want to get on stage with you. Oh, we could only hope that would be amazing. <laughs> hey, and it's a good thing. Did, now, did he, did he request specifically uh, rock and roll from Led Zeppelin? So we were trying to figure out a song, and my boyfriend knew that he was a John Bonham fan. Um, so he was like, "What about rock and roll?" And he was like, yeah, that's fine, because um, I used to sing it in the old band that I was in mm-hmm. as well. So it just kind of, like, was really quick decision. You know, it would have been a cool move, though, and one that, you though, you could tell your, your friends if he had asked to play with the band and you said, look, things are really tight tonight. And yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, um, the manager you know is what? very specific. Yeah. <laughs> Let me take your information. Yeah. <laughs> Let me take your number, and we'll get back to you. Um, well, that's that page. That's really cool. I mean, that's, uh, I know how super special that is that, that you get to play with a, with a famous musician. Yeah. Like yeah. And when's the next oh, time yeah. you're actually playing down the shore? Because I, there's this guy, his name, well, he goes by the meat behind the beat Yeah, and he <laughs> might be able to jump behind the kit. Oh, I don't know. Um, he's talking about me. He's, ta- he's She's talking like, about I've me. Never heard of that person. Paige. This is nobody. <laughs> Who's that? No, yeah, Preston. Uh, Preston's quite uh, can bang the uh, the what the pagan skins as they say. So, uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe, when is the next time you're playing? 
Um, next time we are down the shore, I know we'll be at Xfinity Live um, in July. July 3rd, we'll be at Xfinity in Philly. Yeah. Um, and then we'll be in Norristown June 20th. I think we have our next Windrift gig in August. All right, I'll start practicing. Uh, there you go. Yeah, right? <laughs> hey, Jay, I have a quick question for you. I'm on your Instagram account. Yeah. Is your dog's name Stanley Tucci the Poochie? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. That is a great dog That's name. That's a great name. Yeah. Well done. Oh, wow. It fits him very well, too. He looks like a Stanley Tucci. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Paige, if people want to follow you on social media or check a website, what's, what's your info so people can follow along? Yeah, I'm Paige Romano, P-A-I-G-E-R-O-M-A-N-O on Instagram and on um, TikTok. And then our band account on Instagram is PMA Band SJ. You know, it's kind of funny. It's Kathy Romano's father slept with Janis Joplin, and yet you turned You're out to singer. be a musician. Yeah. She's probably last my is, sister. Her <laughs> last name is Romano. Yeah, yeah. it's possible. You no, know, yeah. Hey, you never know. It could be in the family. I could be related to Ray Romano, too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, listen, uh, that's great. Thanks for sharing your story, and we're very happy for you, Paige. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. All right. Take care. The morning after, Paige and company thing. getting a, a very cool, magical moment with uh, a rock star, man, a legit rock star. That'd be like the equivalent of we're on air and when he was live, Casey Kasem coming in. Do you mind if I step behind the microphone? Right, right. Um, so I, I didn't, uh, the weather was just Ugh. horrible, horrible down the shore. It was horrible everywhere here, but it was, uh, I, I didn't get, I ended up not going to the, uh, uh, the Chad Smith, uh, um, gallery, uh, showing, uh, just cause I knew the weather was so bad and people were looking for something indoors to do and yeah. it was going to be an absolute mob scene. So bailed on it. I kind of wish I would have gone, but man, it was Steve, it was like, there were people walking around in winter coats, and I saw at hotels these poor families that had their kids there. Oh. They were banking on, to, and yeah. like even even a couple hours would have been nice. Yeah, not even that. Two it, days of full on wind and rain and cold temperatures, and it was just people must have felt that they just wasted so much money this weekend. But it's the weather, you know. But you know what though? With it behind that though was the opening up and the feeling of things opening yeah, up, yeah. And, and that that was encouraging. I have to say, I did see, though, Preston, in the Northeast, uh, in general, and across the country, we had a legitimate box office. So you had oh, two okay. big movies opening up. You had Cruella and you had A Quiet Place, too, that did respectably for a uh, for a, uh, a Memorial Day weekend. You know, yeah. not, not 100%, but way up there. I know a lot of people that actually had off on Friday and Thursday, and so Thursday was apparently a really, really nice day, really nice beach day. Friday... Was okay. I, oh, was when I, I got yeah. down the shore, and I wanted to give a shout out to everybody at Keenan's because I I rode my bike down to Keenan's. I saw uh, Scott Keenan there, uh, and it was like Keenan's from a couple of years ah, ago. That's awesome. It was it was exciting and encouraging to to see all of that, and uh, so uh, you know it was it was just great. I just felt I had such a great vibe. My Memorial Day weekend, the weather was so bad. My Memorial Day weekend <laughs> yeah. ended on such a nice note on the simplest thing happening. Bear with me. This is a really stupid thing, but it made me so happy. <laughs> so it's coming back on It Monday. doesn't involve googly eyes, does it? No, it oh, doesn't yeah, involve right. googly eyes. Right. Oh. But those pictures are great. Okay. Uh, but I was driving back with my daughter from the shore and um, was following the Waze, uh, Waze app, you know, to, to get around traffic. Yeah. And normally we go to the Garden State Parkway, Atlantic State Expressway, so on. So it took me a different way which I hadn't gone yet. I've been on the Black Horse Pike before, but I didn't take this drive 
from the Garden State Parkway uh, that t- meanders around and eventually makes it back to the Landscape Expressway. Right. Um, and Chuck likes to drive that way because he just thinks it's a scenic drive. It was beautiful. I enjoyed it. It was really great, and I'm going to take that drive from time to time. Now, as we're driving along, you know, it's summertime now. It's almost summertime, and the ice cream shops are opening up, which you can find dotted all and around the area. And we, my daughter and I were driving. It was just two of us in the car. And I saw the ice cream shop, and we were going pretty fast, and I saw it go by. I'm like, ooh, ice cream. That's a good idea. <laughs> so I'm like, the next place we see, stop and get some ice cream. Uh, it's getting dusk. It's, yeah. The sky was beautiful. It was a beautiful day on Monday. Um, and we're going and we're going and going. We're getting closer and closer and closer to the AC Expressway. No ice cream places. And time's running out. Damn it. Time's running out. Yeah. Miles are getting, you know, fewer and fewer miles in between the AC Expressway. And finally, I see Waze has one last turn before we're going to get on the Expressway. I'm like, damn it. Really got myself in the mood for ice cream. Now you're jonesing full blown. And it's gone. I make that turn and boom! There's an ice cream place. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. So, and I'm thinking it's Memorial Day. Uh, It's going to be packed, you know. It'll be too much of a waste to go in there. And and no, there was no line. I'm like, this is great. I'm going to go get in line. Right this way, Preston Elliott. You're first in line. And then, and this was the part that made it so awesome. I step up, and they had, the the uh, the sign had like a uh, a soft serve, you know, swirly cone. I love soft serve. Yeah, so I'm like, great. I'm in yeah. the mood for soft serve ice cream. And But when I step up, I, I'm either going to get, you know, chocolate, vanilla, or a twist. No, dude. They had pistachio soft serve. Ladies pistachio. and gentlemen. Soft serve pistachio ice cream. Would you like us to massage your testicles as well? Pistachio is my favorite flavor of, of ice cream. Of all time, cream. really? Yes, it is my favorite flavor wow. of ice cream. And I've never had pistachio soft serve ice cream before. So I'm getting all excited. And as I'm ordering, I'm thinking, it's going to be garbage. It's yeah. going to be some kind of novelty that, you know. It's going to suck. Yeah, it's going to have some Stinks. chemically flavored to it or something like that. It Dude, it was fantastic. And my daughter was getting such a kick out of how much I was enjoying this. She was like, like I kept talking about it on the way home. I'm like, I can't believe we found that. I can't believe they have pistachio. That's not like you with food. And she said, she said, she's like, you're really making a big deal about this, aren't you? And I'm like, I was just going. It's like Zeus finished in my face. It was so funny. Uh, Is this it? Is this this is not directly it? No, no. This is just a picture somebody found here. So uh, Richmond's. Ice Cream Company. Yeah. That was the name of the place. Yeah. Thankfully, my daughter, I had gotten her a, a soda, and it had the the uh, the name of the of the, of the the stand on it. Right. So she took a picture of it for me because I'm like, I need to go back by And now you time. remember. I don't even know where in New Jersey that was. So I have Richmond's, no idea. Richmond's makes ice cream. I wonder if that was just the, um, uh, not it, sponsor. Well, but, the, the manufacturer of the ice cream, and they supply to different ice cream stands. Right. Or is it, in fact, the stand itself that is a oh. Richmond's distributor? They're all over the place, Nick just found. Uh, so Richmond's, uh, are we correct in th- assuming that that's a, an actual stand or the, or the manufacturer of the ice cream? Both. Uh, I think it's both. Oh, good. Ice cream and burger company. That's got to be it, I think. We Come have on. ice cream and burgers. Yes. So I was quite 
I was quite exhilarated and happy. And it was well, one. I would have little, to try that. A little bitty thing mm. that made me so happy. That's it. That's definitely. We're looking at a, at a picture of the logo. That is it. Preston, for sure. That made me so happy. We are hiring, it says. Like, oh, no, ah! It's too oh. far away from our shore house, so we'll be able to get a job. That's and nice. Well. What is this, Casey? Well, you know, he said we are hiring, and it made me think of. Uh, our love you hate you line, which we are. Oh. Or, I'm sorry, love you help you line. Yes. Which you're now offering if if you are a place of business that is looking to hire, you know, uh, you can use that. Yeah, to... you, but people have been leaving messages looking for people to, uh, uh, you know, try to put the word out that they are hiring. Yes. And is this a, a special message? Yeah. Okay. All right. So this is one from the the love you help you line. Hang on. Hello. Uh, I'd like to keep my name anonymous, but uh, I manage a Philadelphia business and. We're looking for uh, some uh, new people to hire and to uh, host a morning show. This is Bill Weston, in case you didn't know that. (laughs) That can deliver the funny and not be insubordinate (laughs) and respect their boss and not make poor jokes as they leave for a four-day weekend. (laughs) So please uh, respond with your interest to uh, 215-263-W... Nine six six seven. Thank you. Appreciate it. Well done. <laughs> the well funniest done. thing Bill's ever yeah, done. Yeah. I, you know what? And Bill came in. It's so funny because Bill recorded that. I had no idea he recorded that because yeah. he literally called the Love You Help You line, and then he he, he was going to have it play on the air, and then he told Marissa not to air it. Yeah. And he came in after the show, and was kind of seeing if it would have. Passed if it if it would have passed oh, muster. I thought it was a great idea. I yeah, thought it was yeah. funny. It was yeah. really funny. I'm I like, Bill, you uh, nailed it. When he told it to me in there, you're like, oh, you should, yeah, we should have ran with that. But now it aired. How about that? Bill, yeah. Bill does know funny. He does he, know he does funny. Bring the, uh, and it's just It uh, turns out he's the third leg of the stool. <laughs> <laughs> he's not the low hanging fruit. No, he's the not third at all. Leg of the stool. And he's a hum uncle. Wow. Okay. Uh, hang on. I want to go to this call. Melissa's commenting on Richmond's ice cream. Right. Hi, uh, Melissa. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Melissa? Um, I just wanted to let you guys know that there's, um, a Richmond's ice cream in, um, Levittown, PA. Ooh. And yeah, it's right on five points, um, which is on New Falls Road. And then there's also one on Bustleton Pike and Trevos. That one's been closed for a little while, but I think they might open up soon. Uh, are you a fan yourself, Melissa? Yeah, I love Richmond. <laughs> and do okay. they do they carry the pistachio soft ice cream? Is that a standard? Um, I, I believe it is. I think I've seen it at the one in Levittown. Because I'd hate to think oh. of Preston going over there and and they look at him like, "What are you, an idiot? We've never had that." But yeah, I think I, I do believe they had it because I think all of them are the, like the same exact thing. All I right. think you're right, Preston. Yep. This could be another. This could be an option. Thank you very much. It just it it it, it presented itself at the opportune moment. It was just when life had you down. I was I was resigned to being disappointed for the next Stupid hour and a half drive because of traffic, but. It was so perfect. Well, we had such a great drive home. She she had uh, she's been making playlists, and we listen to all the music. She's got great taste in music, my daughter nice. Caroline. And uh, the weather finally had turned. Monday was gorgeous. It was beautiful. Yeah, it really was picture perfect. The sunset was beautiful. Yeah. It was just a great night. I was power washing. Were you? Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, fun. Yeah, it was it's fun. actually fun. Did oh, you yeah. draw your name? What? No, I did not. But I I I, I did uh, I did very graphic vaginas on my neighbor's oh, bed. Nice. <laughs> all right. 
On your neighbor's yeah. fence? No, no, no. This, I, one, this one has hair. Uh, you know, I, the great thing about the power washer is you have a troubling stain or something, like uh, on uh, outdoor cushions or something, you blow the F out of that stuff. The stain the stain actually screams as you spray it. Uh, by the way, this somebody said that the area I was in in New Jersey is Blue Anchor okay. in Winslow Township. Oh, yeah. Uh, so there you go. And then somebody wrote, Jesus, we get it. Preston bought a beach house. <laughs> we'll get used to it, bud, because it's a new part of my life, and what we do is we share our lives on the radio. Are you the only one out there that, that owns a house? Okay, I think Casey and Chuck <laughs> and Kathy's got a place There's a lot of people there. that live and out there, don't they? Matt Cord. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, a few others here at the family. There's a whole bunch of houses down there. I'm pretty sure they're are all they, Are they inhabited? <laughs> they're all owned. By the way, how, uh, I mean, you guys are down there a lot. How is construction and renovations? Because I was down in March or April, and it was insane the amount of work that was being done on beach houses. Just all of the construction crews are out. Is well, that's still... what they do. It's, you know, the off season. Everybody gets, gets their stuff done. So a lot of it's wrapped up? Mm, a lot is wrapped up, but a lot is not. Okay. And I have heard from a lot of people who it's it's tough getting stuff done. Yeah, like, for sure. And, I mean, listen, if you're if you're a contractor, in this area, and you're having a hard time finding work here, go down the shore because there are it, it, lines and lines and loads of people that need work done. Yeah, my friend does uh, kitchens oh. and baths, and he is booked through Memorial Day 2022. I mean, wow. it, there's just so there's so much demand uh, down the shore right are now. Mo- so uh, there's a tremendous amount of people who, who own, like, there are sec- second home ownership down in Jersey. Is- yeah. It's the default, and then the family. You didn't you? Doesn't your family had a? Oh, or your dad no, no, sold? No. The story is, yeah, my dad had a house in Avalon, <laughs> and uh, the biggest regret in his life was selling it, and he, he sold it at sort of near the bottom of the real estate market. It would have paid for my college and my son, my brother's college and my son's college. That's all. <laughs> yeah, that business uh, that's savvy. All. Yeah, we, we knew yeah. A, uh, a friend of ours who whose parents bought a place back in the eighties in Avalon, and it was dirt cheap. Yep. Not anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, the Goldbergs just had an episode that focused completely on getting a, um, a a beach house down at the shore, and they bought a fixer upper, like a a extreme fixer upper. Mm-hmm. But any any property like that in the eighties turned around mm-hmm. would be worth a mint now. Now mine is a major fixer upper. I'd uh, <laughs> Steve just ask your neighbor. Yeah, just ask. Well, yeah, uh, we had a, <laughs> we had a conversation the other day. Yeah. <gasps> uh, no, it was fine. I was out, I was out mowing the lawn, and she decided to have a conversation. I'm like, dude, I'm freaking in the middle of something, dude. Yeah. You know? Like, I don't want to talk to anybody right now. But let me stop what I'm doing so we can talk. Uh, no, but I had to replace some windows. I replaced four windows, and then I had to uh, I, I had to build them out, Steve. Yeah. And then I had to trim the windows right. on, the, on the inside. Trim, caulk, paint. Got it all done. And then I found out that I put every single bit of trim on backwards. Oh, my God. And, you know, my neighbor, Joe, who I love you, uh, he came over and I said, you know, you probably could have not told me that. So instead of now... trim, it was Mert. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, no, listen, it's six of one, half dozen of the other, right? I, what, what, I chose what? to put it um, the thick side of the trim facing inward instead of outward. I probably wouldn't have cared. And, and I told him, I said, Dude, it's all caulked and painted. I'm like, I'm not replacing it. I'm yeah, like, gonna, so are you leave it. I'm gonna leave it. Right, I, don't, I don't. Does it matter? Is it just simply it an matter. aesthetic call? It's more. I guess. Listen, hey. it it is backwards, but it is you know I guess more personal preference than anything else. But I had struggled with this for days and days and days. May I suggest and something? Days. Yes. Put a door in your roof. Yeah. <laughs> and, and just make it like the Winchester Museum. Yeah, yeah, right, Winchester Preston? House, yeah. But I said... I was going to say, with the backwards trim, that's just the way you roll, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And, and then also... I'm a backwards trimmer, man. Yeah, what are you going to do? I'm like the movie Tenet. 
It is. Uh, it also is covered by like I had to put the blinds back up, right? So the blind. I mean, see, basically, you don't even see it. You, you should don't have installed them on the floor. It. Yeah, just, just just to be. Listen, I'm sure you did a fine job, and now it, it's most people would walk right past and have no clue. Listen, anybody who does any sort of like uh, carpentry or finish work or whatever, my I, I'm I'm in awe of you because what you do is is art, right? It is absolute art. And I I uh, have no clue what I'm doing. Clearly, I put four <laughs> windows of trim on backwards. But, uh, <laughs> my brother-in-law is in town, John, yes. and he's he's incredibly adept. He's plumbing, electricity, <laughs> uh, contracting, all of it. He does. He can do it all, and that it is it is really a skill set that is oh, very yeah. impressive. Casey, yeah. we're having some work done in the house uh, here, uh, and um, the guy. Oh, uh, not at your beach mansion. Not at my beach mansion. No, <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> My uh, so anyway, he he's like, hey, we're gonna put in these barn doors. Uh, in barn the- doors. Barn doors. <laughs> Not everyone can afford barn doors. And they are to. Uh, it, it's in the basement, and it's uh, you know to uh, cut off the washer and dryer, right? So you don't see the washer and dryer anymore. And I thought, oh, he's going to go out and buy barn doors. No, he built them. Yeah. And I'm so I'm watching him put these things together. And I'm like, oh, you can you can build these things can you stop watching me yeah dude no it's <laughs> no it's case is absolutely right it's, yeah. a, it's it's artistry and yeah. it's a skill that i do not possess that i am also in awe of and to watch him put together these barn doors was truly impressive no Be- that is cool because we didn't have the nicest weather i ended up over the weekend i, I finished the windows yeah terribly uh, I also fixed a dishwasher. I also fixed the kitchen sink. And fixed, I... fixed, or ah, Casey fixed. Ah. <laughs> really? Listen, is, it, is it working until you have to call the guy to come over and fix it? That's uh, fine. There's probably still a little more that I need to do underneath the kitchen sink. There's still a little bit of leakage, uh, but it's not as bad as it was. It's acceptable. But, but I also, well, I put a bucket under it and fixed it. Th- that fixed it. Yeah, and then I also fixed three closet doors. Wow. And yeah. Look at you. This is that's Casey and Chuck, man. Yeah. I, they, and and when I when I go by and, and see them and they're doing, pointing out these projects and all this stuff, I'm just sitting there going, mm, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. I got ice no cream. idea what you're talking. Ice cream. <laughs> ice cream. Pistachio <laughs> soft serve ice cream. That's what I want. I can you guys want me to get three pistachio soft serve ice creams for you? Yeah, I'll take that. What okay. are you pointing at? <laughs> I'm pointing over there where the ice cream is. <laughs> so but he is, the dude does a lot. He Cases does. And you got to admire that. Handy dandy guy. Jump right in. Well, yep. you know, Johnny my, on the spot. My poor wife, she, you know, her father can do anything, right? right. You know, he can fix houses and, uh, you know, work on cars. Like, he can do it all. So she was sort of brought up thinking, well, this is what men can do. Yeah. And it's and then she married me. <laughs> yeah. And so she's like, can you do this? this and I'm like. This is what men can do. Well, like, uh, I'll try. You know? What do you mean? You're Try. learning. You're doing. You're doing I'm do- all. Of it. I'm he's, doing it. He's doing it. I'm doing you're, it. Look it. I put the windows on backwards. <laughs> you think you're getting better? Uh, no. <laughs> well, <laughs> perfect. Wait, right but the windows are in the right way. They do work, right? So this is this is how bad the one window that I trimmed out yesterday. If, <laughs> did you install it backwards? Well, so that when you inside looking out, you see inside. No, no, but I did actually have to replace that window altogether. Like I put a new window in, I did all this stuff, and then I ended up breaking the window, so I had to take that window back out, go back to Lowe's, get a new window, put that back in, uh, and then when I was trimming it out, I had gotten to the point where I was like, I. 
probably should go back to because I need to get more lumber. And I'm like, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going <laughs> to just going to look like what it's going to look like. And I'm just going to throw some blinds over it and just completely forget about it. You're learning from your mistakes. Though. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, this, is a, this is a lifelong thing. And, and uh, you start. I, I couldn't even start to do that stuff. I, I have trouble with. Uh, you know, like the the square peg and round hole. That's yeah, me, man. Yeah. I like like uh, spatially and and shapes. And if you ever take a intelligence test, and they sometimes have like shape things. How yeah. do you put these together? I can't do that stuff. My mind does not, not the way operate that way. No. I've, I've tried. Me too. But you're I, learning. I had to. You know, you have to when you're doing the trim. You have to kind of meet two 45 degree angles. At right. The, at yes. <laughs> and so many times I'd cut it. I'm like. I cut it the wrong freaking way. Like, <laughs> God damn it. I went through, like, so many pieces of trim. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying, man. Yeah. It's all that trim. I went through all that trim. Uh, up high, man. Uh, I tell you, I'm tuckered out. You got to see the amount of trim I went through. <laughs> all right, grab it. Uh, yeah. Anyhow, yeah. Um, there's uh, pistachio ice cream available. <laughs> yes. In soft serve form. In If we learned anything, and trim. It is that. And lots of trim. All right, we're going to take a break. If you are a gearhead, if you are a car aficionado, or even one that just likes well-crafted machinery, then you're going to stay with us because we have details on the ninth annual CF Charity Super Car Show, which is coming up this Sunday at the Wells Fargo Center. And we're talking about, like, the exotic super car awesome Amazing. vehicles that you want to see. We'll come back in a moment. And really good Bizarre File stories are on the way as well. We'll be right back. Hey, Philly, come socialize with us. Follow 933WMMR on Twitter and Instagram. Or be our friend on Facebook. See photos, videos, and random behind-the-scenes stuff. Some stuff you don't want to see. Plus, it's completely safe for work. If you work here, that is. There's a uh, pretty intense car show going on this weekend. Uh, We have talked this before. We've had our guest on before. Yes, we have. mentioned this. It is going to be... June 6th, this Sunday, at uh, the Wells Fargo Center, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., and it is the ninth annual CF Charity Super Car Show. And if you want to check that out, you can get tickets, by the way, at cfcharities.org. Please welcome the man behind the whole thing, Dr. Larry Kaplan, hey! to the show. Larry, good morning. Good morning, Kathy, and you guys, too. Oh. Hi, Larry. I see there's a little favoritism here. <laughs> well, Larry, nice. So uh, Larry's big into cars, obviously, and um, he actually let my son, before the pandemic at the car show, sit in one of his cars. And when he got out, I was like... Don't step anywhere. Don't touch anything. Don't move. Like, I like, wanted to, like, lift him out of the car. I was mm. like, don't make any marks. Larry, do you remember what car that was? Did I throw him in the new SSC Tatar, the the one I just set the world record in? I th- Yes, I think that's what it was. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that, that was actually, that was the world debut of that car. What's the world record you set? Uh, I did 286 in one direction and 279 in the other, so we averaged out at like 282.9, which is the new world record for fastest production car in the world. Oh, fastest production I, car. I did yeah, see yeah. that. Nice. So there was, so that was you. I saw at least something come up on one of the, the sites that I follow. Uh, where was that done? Where did you... Uh... Down at the down at the spatial uh, runway down at Cape Canaveral. Okay, yeah, you need a little bit of space for that. You can't do it on city <laughs> line. Yeah, yeah, and room to stop. Right, right, wow. right. Wow. What, what is that sensation like going that fast on the ground? Oddly calming. Really? Um, How? Y- yeah, uh, I don't know. You're just sort of in a space where it's just you're you, screaming a lot. 
Yeah, you, you have to be kind of present. So it's yeah, it's oddly calming. I mean, everybody thinks that you're going to be all wound up, and it's. I don't think my pulse ever changed. To be honest with you, Larry, would you would you ever set your sights on like those ridiculous things they they do on the salt flats with the the you know the the rocket powered cars that are going just for the fastest vehicle on the ground ever made? No, I don't think so because um, I like knowing that the ground is regular, right? And the salt flats get a little irregular, so. Mm-hmm. You know, that gets a little sketchy, but um, at least on the space shuttle runway, it's, you know, completely flat and right. level. And uh, and I'm going to go back down and break 300 in that car. Wow. Yeah, you think so? Okay. So what, what oh, is yeah. uh, th- this car is, is an amazing car. What what is it? What does it go for? What is the price? That's uh, about a $2 million car. $2 million okay. car. Okay. All right. Did we hear, do you own the most expensive car in the world? No, hell no. No. Okay. No. Right. no. No, that's crazy. Um, now, there, I mean, there are... We're going to have a bunch of really, really wild stuff at the event, but uh, and stuff that's worth more than you know than anything that I have. But um, I mean, there's cars that have sold for seventy and eighty million dollars. Wow, and it's astonishing. I, you know, and it, I, I'm I, I love car shows. I love uh, you know seeing exotics and so on and so forth. We had our for, you know prior. Uh, uh, two years ago now, for the the camp out for hunger, we had uh, you know our, our various car clubs show up and sort of present you know as part of the charity. And uh, it was uh, it was great to see all these different, um, you know, uh, types of cars. And I mean, you know, when people maintain them well and they're presented in sort of museum fashion, they're things of beauty. So uh, let us uh, give us sort of an insight into what we can expect at the uh, at the event and how many cars and, and, and what all is in, in, uh, encompassed in the event. Yeah, sure. So on Sunday morning, um, we'll actually form up at about eight or eight thirty in the morning with a about 150 cars that are going to do a drive through the city. And we'll have everything from race cars. So I race uh, Ferrari around the world. So that car will be on the streets. Um, There'll be other race cars and then things like Bugattis and Paganis and um, Strombolis. You Strombolis yeah, yeah. and Lamborghini. Got to eat. Apparently it it ends in an I, then it's worth something, right? Yeah, exactly, um, yeah. But, uh, you know, so there'll be a bunch of that, and we'll do a drive through the city first, uh, and then we'll circle back, and then we'll have uh, about probably about 500-plus cars there. Wow. That'll be anything from muscle cars and super exotic cars and some of the rarest stuff you'll ever see. Love it. Um, and then, uh, uh, you know, and that's all. Everything's to, to raise money for charity. So that'll – the car show will open to the public for people to view at about 10 o'clock and that'll run till two o'clock and we're we're in a different spot this year we're down in lot n off of patterson avenue so one of the uh citizens bank park lots which is great because it's the one they use as the helipad so it's elevated so it looks it's really awesome nice hey larry i have a question about um exotics what what how how does a car how how does it fall in that category what does it need to be to be an exotic well, you know what? That kind of varies from person to person. But the there's there's so let me give you there's really like a hypercar category, and those are cars that are sort of north of two twenty five as far as speed is concerned. Mm-hmm. Supercars break two hundred, and then exotics are your cars that are you know will break one hundred and fifty miles an hour. Um, okay, okay. You know, so so you know, look, so everybody's got their own deal, and then. People, their Corvette is absolutely an exotic car for them, right? right. And that's awesome. Hey, car guys, I don't, I don't care what you have. You know, you're passionate about it. You love it. You take care of it. You're, you're into it, and and you're just. 
they're just philanthropic good people in general. So it's just an, an awesome time with a lot of fun people. So what do you think about the uh, the, the crop of the um, the new high end and and sort of electric supercars that are that are coming out? I mean, there's some amazing stuff that's uh, that's becoming available. Yeah, the tech is is insane and wild and and astonishing. Um, I, for me, it just doesn't feel like it has any passion or any soul. Right. So it's you know just going, you know that uh. that's a little different than a V12 and the rumble of that power and just the sense of it all and you know uh, that and that that's going to be I guess the the aesthetic is that what what do you. What do you want? Because even even some the uh, the, uh, the electric uh, cars that are coming out, and I, uh, yeah, I, I give Tesla credit for for you know realizing that people want a sexy car, they want something that looks sort of badass, and then other other car companies have taken that lead. But you also want a little bit of the the experience of the sound and the you know some the, the more visceral aspect of that. It's all part of it, right? It's um, but you know what? With that being said, I can tell you zero to sixty. Those those Teslas and those Roadsters will kick anything's tail that's out on the street. Right, right. I mean, you know, getting from zero to sixty, it's instant torque, and um, and they just take off. I off saw the an, line. There was an electric car. I forget which one I was looking at. It might have been the new, uh, maybe the new Audi or, or the, uh, the 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 RS or the, the their GT. But it went, it hit sixty in one point something seconds. I mean, it, yeah, it, it's crazy. It, <laughs> yeah, but it's more than it's more than just speed. It's it's personal. It's uh, yeah. what, what do you love about this car? You know what I mean. And, uh, yep, and everybody's got their own, you know. Yeah. Everybody has their own thing that that excites them about it, and and that's why it's awesome. I mean, we we'll have we'll have a such a wide variety. There's stuff for everybody, and it's just a, an incredibly family event. Fortunately, we're going to have awesome weather, which yeah. is uh, which we didn't get last weekend. Nope. So I I think everybody's enthusiastic, and the COVID restrictions are gone. Yeah. So um, you can make so out. Oh, it's going to be wide open. It's going to be a ball. I mean, yeah, yeah, you, yeah you guys can walk right up to each other and kiss each other. <laughs> It'll be amazing. <laughs> hey, Larry, what's uh, uh, bring us up to speed for those who don't know CF Charities and what that benefits. Absolutely. So CF Charities helps kids, one, get health care who don't have it. But but as importantly, we, we help them get a path into be, being part of the solution. So they're getting scholarships, their mentorship programs. It's it's giving them all the support they need so they can go on to be doctors and dentists and pharmacists and pharmacy techs and physician assistants and hygienists. I mean, all of that. And we've taken a bunch of kids in Philadelphia who weren't even sure they were going to graduate high school and had them go on to be, you know, doctors and physicians assistants and whatnot. And um, not only changes them, but it changes their family and then it changes their community. It's really powerful. And it's just been so amazing to be part of this. Excellent. Uh, well, the uh, tickets are ten bucks, or, or it's five dollars online. Ten bucks at the gate. Parking is free. You guys are going to have food and all the things that come along with uh, yeah. you know a, an event, correct? Absolutely. Yeah, that'll all be there, and then there we'll have what's called a supercar corral, which is where the you know most exclusive cars will actually be so people will get to see stuff they just never have seen around here and um and they can line broad street in the jfk parkway and see these things roar through the city too oh. at you know nine and ten o'clock in the morning oh that's awesome that's excellent well this is a this is a glimpse at uh, some rare vehicles people normally wouldn't right get a chance to take a good up close uh personal look at and to some uh some people that own the cars will they allow people to, to you know touch and and get in uh, some of these I- vehicles Absolutely. Okay. I, I uh, you know, I, I'm one of those guys who's like, you know, it's a car. 
Yeah. Go ahead, you know, sit in it, take a picture in it. If look, if I can take that car and have a young kid feel so special about being able to sit in it, it literally cost me nothing. Right. But it made a huge difference in that kid's life. Why wouldn't I do that? Yeah. So you know, so I I just as a matter of course tend to do that. You know, some guys maybe not so much, but I, I for me, I do it at gas stations and everywhere else. That's the cool. joy of life, letting nice. a young kid eat ribs in your car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's like a rule. The first thing I ask him is like, "You have anything in your pocket?" Uh, right? yeah. Yeah. And um, you know, yeah, they, no, we're good. It's okay, all good. Yeah. Nice. All right, well, uh, by the way, we're going to give away a pair of uh, VIP tickets. Uh, total access to all the super high-end vehicles, free food, non-alcoholic beverages, and uh, free giveaways as well. So, Larry, pick a number caller, and we'll give them that. Uh, you know what? Pick number three. And, by the way, VIP passes are sold out. I oh, mean, wow. they've been oh, okay. sold out for a while, and I'm getting hammered on <laughs> the Internet for people wanting these VIP passes. So, um, yeah, so go. I, when I played ice hockey, my number was number three. So go pick All number right. three. Perfect. Caller three, 215-263-WMMR. We are going to set you up with that. Uh, good luck with everything, Larry. I'm sure it's going to be great. Like you said, the weather's going to be fantastic. And I know people are going to love to be able to get out and do something like this uh, coming up on Sunday. We appreciate it. All right, pal. You guys be well. And we appreciate everything you do to help us get the word out. Absolutely. Doc Larry, Larry Kaplan. And it is the 9th Anvil CF Charities uh, Supercar Show Sunday, Wells Fargo Center. And you go to cfcharities.org for tickets. All right, let's get to the Bizarre File. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's bizarre. bizarre File. The B File brought to you by Mulch Works of Aston. They offer the highest quality mulch and topsoil that is manufactured on site. They also have... Leaf compost, decorative stone pavers, and more. Mulch Works has delivery or pickup for residential and commercial markets. You can visit mulchthis.com for details. Uh, a woman is kind of kind of a follow-up. So right. a woman who says that she spent three weeks in a sewer system in Delray Beach. I remember this story. Well, she disappeared in Texas. Oh. Again? Uh, police posted on their Facebook page that they are looking for 43-year-old Lindsay Kennedy. Back in March, Kennedy told Delray Beach police that she went for a swim in a canal near her boyfriend's house, became curious, and then wandered through the tunnels before getting lost. I think I'll check out the sewers. Her family said that a little over a week after Kennedy checked into rehab, facility in Texas. A 43-year-old wandered off and was reported missing by local police. Brady Morgan, Kennedy's best friend, said police spotted Kennedy near a creek. When authorities approached her, she slipped into a nearby storm drain. Oh. What, uh, is she swamping? Yeah, but thanks to a tracking app on Kennedy's cell phone, the family was able to ping her last location before entering the underground system where they began their search. Uh, family and friends located nearby manholes and the storm drain, dropping bags of food and Gatorade in. This is insane. I know. On Saturday night, Kennedy's mother, Jane, said that her daughter climbed out of a six-foot drain pipe and was transported to a nearby hospital under a psychiatric hold. Uh, according to family, Kennedy suffers from psychosis and PTSD after years of an abusive relationship. It sounds like <clears throat> something's going on. Uh, they hope to take her back home to recover near her family and friends. How crazy is that? She defaults to going into the sewer system. This reminds me of that show Beauty and the Beast. Wow, Remember man. that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. This took place in Georgia, Fitzgerald, Georgia. And the 62-foot-tall topiary chicken 
is taking form. Really? But not flight as it begins to look more like a bird and less like a chicken coop. Fitzgerald Mayor Jim Puckett said the wings will be added next. Uh, He said construction did slow down over the the last year because of the pandemic. People of Georgia, it's an honor to be here at the creation of this topiary chicken. (laughs) The Tennessee-based artist Topiary Joe... Topiary Joe is an artist uh, the likes of Da Vinci. Uh, ...was recovering from surgery. Puckett said they're still working on a timeline for completion. Uh, He said this is not a model kit that you just snap together. No one's ever built a 62-foot steel chicken before. So, uh, Topiary Joe... That's not exactly true. No? I built one myself. Uh, it was going to be, a, a, instead of a tour bus for KISS, we are going to use it to cross the country. He said, uh, Topiary Joe, having to come here, puts things together, measure everything, go back to a shop in Tennessee, and start then. And so it's going to be a work in progress. But I'm going to tell you, this is going to be fantastic when it's fish finished, said Puckett. I'm going to tell you that. Uh, Puckett said, people continue. I was made for building chickens, baby. <laughs> Puckett said uh, people continue to have a lot of interest in the big chicken. Of course, who doesn't? Even newlyweds wanting to stay a night inside the soon-to-be plant-layered bird. Oh, so there will be an ability to access the inside of the chicken. I guess so. So, yes, this is in... Just crawl up through its ass. If you're interested, you can go to Fitzgerald, Georgia, for the 62-foot-tall topiary chicken. So it'll be like their version of the Margate elephant. Yeah, it's like Lucy. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. All right, how messed up is this, man? A retired FBI agent stole $800,000 from a woman by convincing her she was on secret probation and needed to comply or risk losing her children as part of a years-long scheme. Just secret probation or double secret probation? It might have been double secret probation. (laughs) Zero point zero. In November 2015, the month after he retired from the Federal Bureau of Investigation, William Roy Stone Jr. convinced a woman that she was on secret probation (laughs) under orders from a fictitious Judge Anderson for drug crimes. Prosecutors did not identify the victim in the case, but said that she was a woman from a small Texas city of Granbury. Stone told the woman that the fake judge had appointed him as her mentor to supervise her. He allegedly told his victim she had to disclose to him all of her activities and assets and said that she was required to pay him several travel costs and other fees he incurred while supervising her. Uh. He also told her that she was not allowed to tell anyone about her secret probation or she risked time in prison and losing custody of her children. As part of the scheme, prosecutors alleged Stone lied and told the woman that he could monitor her cell phone records and that he had discussed her case with a psychiatrist. How he cool. Also, he also staged fake three-way phone calls between himself, his victim, and the fake judge. Stone had uh, told his victim that he would seek to end her probation if she accepted his proposal to marry her. Wow, so this is his method of wooing her. He's crazy. Stone was charged with seven counts of wire fraud, a count of uh, fraud conspiracy, false impersonation of a federal officer. The charges go on and on. But he did it for love. Uh, Stone allegedly used the money to purchase cars, including a Mercedes-Benz, a new home. Uh, Take a drive and go see that chicken. uh, Stone had pleaded not guilty. He faces up to 178 years in prison. Oh, my God. Good lawyer can get that down. Yeah. All right, and then we'll do one more story, and then we will wrap it up. Let's end with, oh, man. Okay, these are all (laughs) 
messed up stories. Now, you know me. I don't like to end on messed up stories. Okay, here's a follow-up What's the story. least messed up? It's messed up, but it's a follow-up story. Right. And Anyway, a former Southwest Airlines pilot pleaded guilty on Friday to federal charges of committing a lewd, in, indecent, or obscene act mid-flight while he was the pilot in command. Uh, after the August 10th, 2020 flight from Philadelphia to Orlando reached cruising altitude. Oh, yeah. You're going to be my regular Saturday night thing. <laughs> uh, Michael Hack, uh, 60 years old of Longwood, Florida, admitted to removing his clothes in the cockpit of the plane, exposing himself to the female first officer. No, that's the appropriate place for it. He then proceeded to view pornographic material in the cockpit on a laptop. As the plane continued its flight, Hawk further engaged in inappropriate conduct in the cockpit as first officer continued to perform her duties as an assisted air crew member, according to federal prosecutors. By the way, how do you even begin to take your clothes off in that tiny little room at uh, the front of the plane? I don't know. It's impossible. It seemed that way. Uh, Unless the guy's small. He was sentenced to one year probation in order to pay a $5,000 fine. I'm currently getting naked in the cockpit and watching pornography. I hope you're enjoying your flight. A Southwest spokesperson said that uh, Hawk had left the airline before the company was made aware of the incident. So uh, he has been... Uh, he has been f- charged with uh, committing yeah. the loot act. I don't think that's a good... He should stay out of the air. Not probably a good idea. And that is what I have in the Bizarre File. All right, we have to give away our secret text word prize. Kathy, can you give me a number caller? 12. All right, let's take the 12 caller, 215-263-WMMR. You need to know the word of the week in order to win uh, the stay that we have at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino Atlantic City. So give us a call right now. It also comes with a $50 dining credit. Nice. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Run with us on a John Deere Z365RZ track mower. Built for taking it easy. We're talking lemonade on a lazy afternoon easy. That's why we added the Easy Change 30-second oil change system to make the job nice and simple. And with the convenience of standard mulch control, you'll control your clippings without any extra effort. So you can get back to the good stuff. Because lawns aren't just for mowing, they're for living. Nothing runs like a deer. Tap the banner for more. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Today is a Wednesday. What's one of the things we do on Wednesday? What? A secret text for a prize. And we have asked people to text in the word secret. And we were looking for call number 12. And we found call number 12. We're going to see if we can give away the prize. And they can tell us what the secret text word is. And that caller is... Chrissy, who we're going to go to. Hello there, Chrissy. Gadzooks. Gadzooks to you, Chrissy. Uh, we have a prize. If you can tell me our secret text word, please. Icebox. That's it. Yeah. Random word for you this morning, Chrissy. Hang on the line. We are going to give you an overnight stay at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino Atlantic City, plus a $50 dining credit to use during your stay. Book your Hard Rock Atlantic City escape starting at just 89 bucks, and you can do that at hardrockhotelatlanticcity.com. Our random texture that we grabbed is Lindsay uh, Velukovich, who is from Aston, and she gets the same thing. So congratulations. Nice. And if you missed that, don't worry. Our secret text word prize this week is the same thing. Or no, the secret text word. Our stupid question prize is the same thing. So we need happens. to do a stupid text word. That would be great. Yeah, yeah. We can... 
we can do that. We can do We're that. just the guys to do it. <laughs> yeah. All right, so lesson question time. We're going to give away a pair of tickets to see Bert Kreischer. Yay! The Birdie Boy Relapse Tour is going to be on New Year's Eve at the Met. It's All back. Right? Yep, it's a 7 p.m. show at the Met on New Year's Eve. Uh, and tickets will go on sale, by the way, this Friday at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. So the question that I have you this morning is, what shoulder feature is totally unique and can be very sexy? Two one five two six three WMMR is a weird little moment on the show. <laughs> what shoulder feature is totally unique and be very and can be very sexy? Two one five two six three WMMR. Give us a call. Let's see if you can get it right. We're going to do the trash while you call in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, brought to you by Stateside Vodka Sodas. They are made with just three simple ingredients. Stateside Vodka, sparkling water, real fruit juice. It's available in liquor stores and at statesidevodka.com for pickup or shipping in PA. What's happening this morning, Steve? Well, Kim Kardashian granted a restraining order against a deranged 32-year-old man named Charles Zelenoff who claims he can make her love him. Zelenoff says he figures he has a shot because she married a guy who wrote Poopity Scoop and then ran for president. Working her way back through her former lovers, Jennifer Lopez spent some quality time with ex-husband Mark Anthony last week in Miami. J-Lo says that Mark Anthony is very much like Alex Rodriguez, but before the super serum. Yes. Hey! And finally, Harambe, the gorilla who was tragically put down at the Cincinnati Zoo after a child entered his enclosure, is being memorialized with a tribute on the fifth anniversary of his death. Elton John will reportedly contribute a variation on one of his classic songs called Banana in the Wind. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, We will see if somebody knows the answer to our lesson question today. What shoulder feature is totally unique and can be very sexy is the question. 215-263-WMMR. And we got Patrick who wants to take a crack at it. Hey, Patrick, how you doing? doing great how are you wonderful man so what shoulder feature is totally unique and can be very sexy shoulder eye the shoulder eye (laughs) hang on patrick we're gonna give you a pair of tickets to see bert kreischer it's the birdie boy relapse store and are you really playing eddie rabbit yeah. Where the hell did this come from? Oh, well, finish your reading. I'll explain. All right. And uh, New Year's Eve, 7 p.m. at the Met. Tickets on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster. Complete information, WMMR.com, including Thursday's pre-sale and an extra chance to win MMR VIPs. Enter to win on the contest page. And be sure that you're opt-in for the MMR VIP emails to qualify. That's it. So on Saturday night, uh, it was raining, and we love a rainy night, you know? And uh, so uh, we were trying to figure out what his uh, B-site hit was, and it took me a little while, but we finally figured it out that it was driving my life away. And I love that song, and I said, that's going to be my winning music when we get back to work next week. It's a week. big hit. Who's yeah. we? And me what? and Chuck. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Uh, okay. Music I news. love it. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! Yeah! I never thought Eric Lindros would be calling my phone. 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 All right. Uh, brought to you this morning by Armor Metals and Recycling. You can get cash today. If you need cash fast, bring your scrap and e-cycling to Armor Metals and Recycling. Walk away with cash today. 
Located in Pensacola, New Jersey, or at armormetalsrecycling.com. So we hit this uh, in the entertainment news earlier this morning, but Marilyn Manson's being sued by an ex-girlfriend who's claimed that he raped her and subjected her to degrading acts of sexual exploitation, manipulation, and psychological abuse. This is yet another one. Uh, the woman identified as Jane Doe filed documents on Friday in Los Angeles with Superior Court of California. In the documents, she claimed that she met Manson at a Grammy party in February 2011, and they began a consensual relationship shortly after. Manson asked her to move in with him after two weeks of dating. Doe says that Manson was gentle and romantic at first, uh, but then things changed. Uh, Doe has claimed that Manson uh, demanded extremely frequent sex and said that she couldn't sleep throughout the night because he would wake her approximately every two hours for sex. Oh, that's ridiculous. Uh, she also claimed that he would force her to have sex with him and that she'd pray for him to pass out during intercourse so she could slip away and get some sleep. There, there are a number of really horrifying stories from women uh, concerning him. I mean, you know, again, uh, everyone's due their day in court, but Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of stuff. Uh, she also said when she tried to return uh, the key to the apartment, he had sexually assaulted her as, that, as well then. And he bragged that when he uh, had that he would uh, threaten to kill her and bragged that he would get away with it as well. She also said he would talk about his relationship with ex-fiancee Evan Rachel Wood and how he wanted to kill her. Jeez. Uh, she also revealed that he said that he allegedly tied Wood to a chair named a gun at her. And he would publicly... Uh, Wood had named publicly Manson about her as her abuser back in February, by the way. So uh, Doe is demanding a trial by jury seeking compensatory damage, punitive damages, attorney fees, and more. But we will see if that makes its way into court. Guns N' Roses have rolled out the rescheduled North American dates for this summer and fall with Wolfgang Van Halen's band, Mammoth MVH, to open for the uh, tour. That's a pretty good score. Yeah. For the young band. So, uh, Rolling Stone reported the mainly stadium trek, which uh, now has a whopping 14 newly announced stops, will kick off July 31st in Hershey, Pennsylvania, by the way. Oh, that's the sweetest place on earth. Uh, <laughs> tickets will get sale, uh, will go on sale Friday at noon via Ticketmaster.com. You're the sweetest place on earth, baby! Uh, let's see. Also, Foo Fighters have announced the initial six stops in their 26th anniversary tour which is a reference to the fact that the pandemic delayed the band's 25th anniversary tour last year. (laughs) In addition to the just-announced stops, which, by the way, none are in our area, uh, they will, um, which also feature, oh, I'm sorry, here we go. In addition to the just-announced stops, which also feature Radkey serving as the opening act. Remember, they like Radkey. Yeah. Yeah. In our studio. Uh, the Foo Fighters will also headline Chicago's Lollapalooza, set uh, July set to run from July 29th through August 1st. The band has already signed on to play Bonnaroo, September 3rd, Manchester and Tennessee, and Bottle Rock, at, Bottle Rock, Napa Valley, September 5th in yeah. Napa, California. Not a one anywhere near us. Nope. <laughs> uh, but this show has one uh, near us. Slipknot will hit the road for their Knotfest Roadshow Tour beginning September 25th. Uh, with the previously announced Knotfest Iowa event uh, and a slew of guests, including Faith No More and Megadeth. Do you still do that thing, Kathy, where you get together with your friends and go to Knotfest? <laughs> <laughs> Special guests will include uh, Killswitch Engage, Fever 333, and Code Orange. Uh, tickets go on sale to the general public on Friday, and they are going to be coming this away. They will be performing Tuesday, October 12th at BB&T Pavilion. Uh, like I said, tickets on sale 
Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster.com. Brett Porsche will be giving away tickets all week. And by the way, going back one uh, with the GNR show and Hershey, yeah. Jackson will be giving away tickets all week. That's cool. Yeah. Who's the biggest fan here uh, for GNR on the uh, on the MMR show? Probably staff? me and Casey. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. It was you my guys favorite. have always spoke. It was my favorite band for yeah. a stretch before Pearl Jam came along. It was like my intro into sort of hard rock. Wow. Know? Did you see them at the stadium stuff? I did, yeah. I saw yeah. them at the link. Yeah. And, and you I were... hated it. You hated it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I hate that building. Uh, so I didn't enjoy the, I yeah. don't like concerts there. But I left early. Yeah, I like that band a lot. I'd like to see him again in another venue. But for me, that it just was. Uh, it it was sounded not terrible. Yeah, that's why you prefer Knotfest. Yeah, I'm a uh, huge Knotfest. <laughs> Nick and I fan. are now together. Yeah, Kathy's my date to Knotfest 2021. <laughs> and then one last story to mention: uh, Three Doors Down, uh, the Better Life uh, 20th Anniversary Tour with Seether is going to be coming to town. Uh, they're going to be playing at the Man. On Saturday, August 21st, 2021, this year, which is wonderful. That is wild. Sometimes you're hearing these pushing further out. Uh, tickets on sale Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster.com. And Jackie Bam Bam will be giving away tickets all week long. It's going to be a busy fall. Yeah. yeah there's an article yeah. that uh, Steve sent over to me that said every band ever is trying to tour. <laughs> yeah. Right I mean, now. it's insane. And they go through just some of it, just some of the smaller venues. But it, uh, if you are. The, the sense of isolation and deprivation that you felt if you were a big concert goer is about to be reversed 180. Yep. So hopefully you saved your money and get ready to go to these shows. There's going to be plenty of them. And that's all I have in music news. Let's break. Come back in a second. We'll get our first letter. Yeah, I know it's Wednesday already, but it's a short, short week for us. Three letters to keep track of for the Word of the Week prize. We'll get the first when we return. Stay with us. Teachers rock, and WMMR thinks they deserve special recognition. That's why Preston and Steve are looking for the coolest teacher at your school. No quizzes, smart boards, or TI-83s. Just listen at 615 when they'll announce a random area high school. Students from that school will have 24 hours to vote for the coolest teacher at PrestonandSteve.com. So listen for the day's featured high school and Preston and Steve's coolest teacher. Weekdays at 615. Sponsored by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Blast is missed. It's cloudy, but it's comfy, 78 degrees. That's a good spot to be in. We do have some rain working its way into the region uh, later on this evening, and that will lead into some uh, scattered thunderstorms tomorrow. High 78, and then kind of some of the scattered rain thing again on 80, but the rest of the weekend, we got a great Saturday coming up. That's wonderful. We're looking at near 90 degrees and sunny, so that's uh, better than last weekend, man. It just sucked. Yeah, it did. It was terrible. I would like to thank a couple of people for uh, checking in with us this morning. A great story that came from a lousy weather-wise weekend was the fact that Chad Smith of the Red Hot Chili Peppers jumped up on board and played a song with a band in uh, Avalon. They were playing in the Windrift, and they were called The Morning After. So Marissa went out and got the lead singer Paige on the show with us this morning. She was... Ecstatic. Yeah, she of course. Was still living on a high. It's unbelievable. Uh, from that. Chad Smith, super nice guy, having a great time in our neck of the woods as far as the uh, vacationing Jersey Shore goers go. Uh, so it was nice to have her on. Uh, and then we had uh, Dr. Larry Kaplan on the program. The CF Charity Supercar Show is on Sunday at the Wells Fargo Center. And it's loaded with... 
cars you will never own. Yes. Uh, and and maybe cars you will never see other when you go there because they're badass, high-performance, like he was saying, hypercars. I love that stuff. Yeah, love it. Uh, you can get tickets at cfcharities.org. $5 online and $10 at the gate. Parking is free. There's food, and it's a family-friendly event. So we thank Dr. Kaplan for coming on this morning. Uh, we need to do today's letter of the day. And fortunately, we have just the guy that can do it. So here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. The Preston and Steve show has been brought to you today by the letter. Z. Oh. As in Zappa Zappa Cool. All right. Wow. Starting with the Z. Z. I love it. All right. And we're giving away a Zappa sorry. Zappa Cool, man. We're giving away a $350 gift card for Bob Dodge's Red Sparrow Tattoos in Downingtown or the all new Runic Tattoos in Newtown Square. For tattoo ideas, you can visit Bob Dodge Tattoos. Yay!.com. And we will give that away on Friday. And there's only three letters that you need to keep track of. Were you uh, working yesterday? No. Oh, cool. You, you took a long either, right? No, yeah, right. we were off as well. I think, did uh, Ray fill in for you? Who fell in for you? I'd like to say I knew. <laughs> um, Maybe I saw a picture of him and Andre together on social media. I yeah. Know, right? uh, mm. Wait, here comes Connor. Who Connor? was it? Ray. It was Ray. Ray. I thought Ray. so. Great Ray Coob. Yeah. Great Ray Coob. Actually, I knew that. You did know that. You just wanted to be I coy. I wanted to test And it's delightful. Yeah. On your first day back. It's adorable. Yes. It is a, one of my many adorable tendencies. <laughs> All those wonderful little childlike, innocent things you do. Yeah, after that. Did you go anywhere? Uh, yeah, I went to California. Oh, Ooh, nice. Uh, so How was the weather there? Because it was oh, lousy here. It was stunning. Oh, good for um, you. I went to Lake Tahoe and um, um, went out in the lake, jumped in the lake, and it was warm. And I, oh, I got sure. sunburned. Well, I mean... The weather was warm. The lake okay. is really cold. freezing cold. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, but jumped off the boat and went in the water and jumped right back in the boat. Um, but uh, it was uh, it got sunburned. <laughs> hey, did you nice. happen to get a tan line like this by any chance? Oh, that's I forgot great. to show you guys t-shirt tan my line. stupid cycling tan line that I got. It is uh, low, low mid arm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I have just a titch of it, not like yours. Yeah. Do you normally put on sunscreen? No, I usually that do. Thing? I okay, totally yeah. forgot. I'm a sunscreen queen. <laughs> you got to have the sunscreen. Yes, you do. You do. Uh, yeah. Every morning. Yeah. I, I put it on it. regardless. Do you put it on the top of your head? I don't mean to ask. Put it everywhere and okay. a little dollop right under my nasties. Oh, wow. No, I, uh, I, yeah, I, I put it on my head. I put it every, it just, just. <laughs> Just Under my nasty. <laughs> You're the one who asked the question. <laughs> I, I did open a door. Uh, yeah. No, I do. And it's you, a band name under my nasty. So I'm going to write. Anytime you're out in the sun, even though you, if it's overcast or whatever, you're you're, you're susceptible. And I'm, right. I'm fair complected and I have vitiligo, so I got to make sure. Okay. Good. Yeah. Cool. Just I'm check. really writing down under my nasties. Hang on a second. Ladies and gentlemen, will you please welcome? After a ten year absence, they're back. <laughs> Under my nasties. Works, doesn't it? Oh, it does. I have a whole, this is all, these are all band names. <laughs> you have to, to, to make sure a band name works, you have to practice introducing them. Yes. Uh, and that's how you can tell if the band name works. I like that. Uh, let's see. So, what's up on your show today, my man? Uh, we will have, uh, yesterday Ray did a celebration of the Rolling Stones, because Ray was on, uh, <laughs> and it was uh, Ronnie Wood's birthday, and today it's Charlie Watt's birthday. So we'll continue. 
continue and do another block of the Stones as well as Killers and a block of David Bowie in the Workforce Blocks. Nice. Yeah. Uh, let me take a moment to thank our sponsors, Preston and Steve Show, brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show, and Everfresh Juices and Juice Drinks. Everfresh, good juices for good times. Uh, tomorrow, big show. Uh, our buddy Zach Snyder, the director, will be on the program. Oh, yeah. Always wonderful to talk mm. to him, so we'll spend some time. And one of our favorites, Adam Ferrara, will oh, be joining us. Excellent. Him. So we, uh, it's got all the uh, trappings of being a great yes. Thursday it's up morning. Yes, to ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. Preston and Steve. On 93.3 WMMR. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the bat ba 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 